are live. We are live and in living color, and I have to show you who's on with me tonight. It's a big surprise. She's the woman of her word, and she said she was coming back. She said she was returning, and here she is. Miss Baby Powder in the house. How are you doing tonight, aside from looking beautiful? You know you're live. You know, you know, you know everybody's looking at you eat the ice cream. Oh, oh you can't hear me? Uh-oh. We're live, sweetheart. Please don't pick your nose. Okay. Let me, let I me can just read I can almost hear you. I can't hear you really, though. Really? I think I okay. hear you. Okay. So... Yeah, she fell off. Yeah, she got a she got a problem with the um with her signal or the, everything was working fine already. So we're just gonna give it a little shot. These things happen, and it always seems to happen when we go live. So she wasn't even hearing me. I was like, "What the heck's going on?" So my sign was all right over here on this side. We're gonna get down to something tonight. And um, let me know if you can hear me clear enough. Uh, okay, here she goes again. I can hear you now, but I don't see me. Okay. You don't see yourself now. I see you myself know. now. <laughs> <laughs> I see. What you got over there? Huh? You doing the same thing I'm doing. Yeah. I'm, I'm eating, doing eating ice cream. Lord have mercy. You're one of the original. The original ice cream. Okay. <laughs> I'm eating ice cream out my man's skirt cup. <laughs> I'm flattered. <laughs> that means we go. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm a fan of the lady. Now, who is this? How old is this cup? Let me see. How old is that cup? Like two, that's like. That's like. I'm surprised you didn't drop it and break it. What? I think 2007. What? 2017, 2018, I made like and a thousand. nobody's allowed to I don't care what they're going through. What? You need a big bowl. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to get you a big bowl. That's a big cup. Hmm? No, I need really a big right. cup. Okay, well, I'm going to get you a big cup. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's, it's three ounces. There ain't no little cup. Mm-hmm. Show yeah. Tilt it up and tilt it so you can see the inside color. Red right in there. Black and red, just like the website. There you go. All right. <laughs> With my ice cream. Well, I'm over here. With my gelato. Some, I'm eating some vegan ice cream over here. I don't know how to eat vegan ice cream. I've never had. Well, no, that's not true. I've had vegan ice cream out here. And um, mm-hmm. it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I started buying gelato when I went to Italy for my um, other birthday. <laughs> the, other 20, the other twenty, the other twenty twenty two birthday. <laughs> no, I went to Jamaica for my twenty twenty zero birthday. When Italy, I was um. What did I go to Italy? I forgot. Oh, I can't keep up. I'm, tr- I'm trying to be a world a world traveler now, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm coming to Africa you. soon. Exactly. <laughs> Every time I see you on Facebook, you somewhere else. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the heck trying. is going on? So, so <laughs> if they ask, where, where can we buy a cup? Those exact ones are sold out because the company that made those for me, they were like, they, they discontinued because that is a 23, that is a large, that's a large one. I like to drink and I'm talking about, you know, hold it up next to your head. Show them how large it is. My, I got a big head. What you trying to say? Well, well if you do that, the cup's going to still, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty big. My van, my van of black, my van of black. <laughs> Yeah, I see. Black. <laughs> <laughs> what I do? Search for that female cup and have some manufactured. I just have to have somebody. We don't know. I can do the whole thing from here, and they can deliver it. You know, over there, if they do. But I, I can make them like that on a smaller cup. But I like that red inside. The inside's red. Yeah. And the inside's black. You know what I'm saying? So. And it's big. Don't drop no ice cream now. I won't. I'm not trying to drop no ice cream. I got to catch it. Mm-hmm. I wish I could see the chats. That's the other thing. I was, went back on it last night so I could read the chats. Can't see the chat oh, yeah. when I'm doing this. So oh, I want to see busy. what... The chat's busy. It's busy. Oh, yeah. I want to see what they're saying so I can respond <laughs> in a timely <laughs> fashion. So, Yala, I'm having um, vegan ice cream. It's a brand that you probably don't have in the United States. It's called Blue Skies Dairy Free Vegan Ice Cream Mango and Passion Fruit. Oh, that sounds delicious. You know, I love me some mango and passion fruit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine's gelato with the chocolate chips. Mm Mm-hmm. And the caramel. (laughs) So they're waiting to hear what you got to say. But we'll still segue into it because I know you want to eat that ice cream. Mm-hmm. Finish it up. You know, you got unlimited servings, you know. <laughs> unlimited <laughs> servings. Greedy. Got it going. Anyway, so what I have yeah. to say, let's let's start our topic. How do we keep smiling beyond all the bullshit? That one. Exactly. How do black women keep a smile on their face after all the crap they have gone through? past, present, and future. On the job, when you train somebody and they get to be your supervisor, but you know more than them, and the supervisor now that you train that don't know nothing keeps coming back to you, but they get more money than you. When you meet that guy who just seems like the perfect dude, you see him driving a nice car, you're not materialistic, but it's nice to have somebody got this stuff going on, but they really want to get money out of you and need a place to stay and got 10 baby mamas they ain't taking care of and bring drama coming to your house. Knocking on your door, get your phone number, trying to bring you in the stuff in the neighbor's outside, looking what kind of man she got. Or right. <laughs> on the cell phone at night, he thought you were sleeping. He went to the bathroom, sitting down in a bowl, whispering sweet nothings to somebody. And you put your ear near the door, and you could hear the person he's talking to, and there's a dude on the phone. He's on the download and living with you. See? So when he come home, you know, you might be, excuse me for being explicit. We're going to be explicit, explicit tonight. You might be sucking on some chocolate. He ain't talking on no ice cream because he done pulled his thing out from some, mm, girl, child. Listen, don't make me sit my ice cream out. It's going to be raw tonight. 
This is delicious. Don't make me spit my ice cream out. That's why you got to bathe before we even do anything because I need my cleanest, my cleanest, my penis cleanest. <laughs> so you got to bathe before we do anything anyway. But you know, when you go up in that Hershey Highway, you will have some reminiscence in, in there. So it'll be like, that dove got a little scent to it. What's, what'd you do? <laughs> You you didn't <laughs> Yes, now that's too much. Yes, it was too much. Thank you for pinning that. But um even when you get to scrub a dub dub with the dub, once you've been in that Hershey Highway, it gets a little scented and you be like, uh, uh <laughs> where you been? <laughs> where you been? And uh, uh you need to get back in the water. How about that? <laughs> Do another scrub a dub. But I'm gonna say that just so yeah, I'm gonna um try to find a company that can make those like that big like that, you know, and um, just all the different ones in the, in the teas. I'm working on this stuff. My really just... <laughs> you got one of the originals. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a thousand of those. <laughs> and the order came in, it was like, whoa. It's back in the day. Yep. I finished my ice cream. But I don't know. How do you keep smiling? I don't know. You gotta, okay, with me, I'm like I always describe myself, I'm very, very patient. Yes. But I have little tolerance. But, but like, let me give a little back. Give a little mm-hmm. background. You and I, we're more than coworkers. We're, we're family, friends and family. Mm-hmm. We worked for a number of years at the bus company driving the bus together. You still do it. Mm-hmm. I'm out the country. And and and, I, and I've gotten to know you very well. And you go back. There's a video way, way, way back that you're on. I mean, when I first started doing YouTube, we out there on the layover, and you were called, what do you call me, Dr. Lads, right? But anyway. Yes. <laughs> Dr. Skurve. We got to find that one, right? Dr. Skurve, so, yes. <laughs> yeah, so so I've, I've known you not, you're assertive, you speak up, you ain't taking no crap with administration, Anybody, but you can be very respectful and loving and caring. They choose the side of you that they want uh, want to deal with, but they don't expect it. And when they see you coming, they know we cannot play with this black woman. So you know how to keep a smile on your face because you're going to compartmentalize the situation, focus on it, deal with it, bring it real, no beating around the bush. Boom, and you get things done, and you're still there. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some people may love you, and some may say, ah, you know, she's all right, but, you know, you know, but they're the ones who will come to you when they need help. Exactly. You know how, that plays. You know how it is. I know how mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, if, if anybody should have, you know, been or had a position up in there, it should be you. Not that you're looking for it, but they don't want the real like that. So, me, you tell them how I dealt with things real quick before we start. <laughs> I well, was a weird yeah, it was off to yourself, off quietly, and then, like, if they came at you, it was, like you say, it was immediately shut down. It was no bullshit, you know what I mean? You took care of business. You 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 only laugh with three people at the job. <laughs> That's why I feel so privileged, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, you know, I laugh as well, but I laugh in a, in a I'm going to say, warning shot type of way. You know what I mean? I would laugh and smile, ha ha, but you would get your warning shot. You wasn't warning shot. You was, uh, oh, you came at me? <laughs> like your old boxing thing. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> now lay down. Now now see what you made me do? <laughs> you know, and then you kept going. You know, nobody nobody really bothered you or approached you. 
because they didn't know how. That was number one. Two, you know, they, it was same thing with me. They, they smile in your face and behind your back, it was a different situation, you know? So, Mm -hmm. um, but I, I loved you because you didn't even allow them to get to that, uh, inner space with you. You know what I mean? You just cut to the other side. It's like, did anybody see Lance? Half the time they didn't even know if you was at work. We knew you was at work because your bus was moving. But did they see you? You cut through the room and you wouldn't even go through the driver's lounge. You went around the whole building just to go to the bathroom. (laughs) All the time. It had to be an emergency through the the lounge. I didn't go there. Right. Years I did not even, there are years I didn't even go in that lounge. Right. Maybe Around mm-hmm. my last, I peek in the window. If I wanted to check something on the computer, maybe. But mm-hmm. no. Go straight and go right to the restroom and come out. I and come out and be right at your at your bathroom. I mean, at your bus going. And everybody else, even when we had that, you know, it was, uh, we're going to lag back for five minutes because we know when we get to the first, uh, what we call time point for people that don't understand. When we got to our first port part where we left the, the terminal, the next station pullover is called a time point. And we will all sit back five minutes because at nine o'clock, we know we're going to get there early. Lance is already gone. I go out there to go tell him something. His bus is already pulling out. And I'm like, well, gee, thanks. <laughs> I'm looking lost in the woods like, I have something to tell you, man. But, you know, I took the five-minute break because I drive like that. So, you know, if I get there early, it's going to be too early. But Lance get on there and get his people going. And his people knew to rush out the, <laughs> the rush out the station because he, you will be left. <laughs> you will people, be left. And people that were like, listen, I had to go to the bathroom and pee, but I know I'm going to get home so fast and on time. I, w- I would never run hot. But they right. knew I was, where I was going. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so so we cut from the same cloth. I just want people to hear the feedback from not just me because I don't tout my own horn, but that's what right. it was. Minimize a lot of confusion, plus a lot of the people in the area knew that I worked in the jail at one point. So right, not, not only that, right, and no. we both have that New York City background upbringing where you know uh, it is not tolerated. You know, mm-hmm. number one in New York, bottom line, you know, for, uh, before foremost of everything else, respect is first. I don't care who you are, what your title are, respect mm-hmm. comes first. And then when right. you go to a lot of different places. It's it's different. Let's just put it that way. It's different. I know. You know, so we have a, a lot of similar upbringing from New York or understanding from being from New York. <laughs> so you moving down to Florida and eventually getting down there and working and stuff, it's a different piece of cake, especially with those who were born and raised there. Not all, because some who may have gone into the military and 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 experience something different in different places. They may be a little different, but those who never went anywhere, I know you had to straighten a lot of folks out. Yes, yes. And you know what's ironic? The ones we got to straighten out the most are the ones that's from New York and come down here and lost their mind. Uh-huh. <laughs> you look at you look at them and they first thing they want to do, yo, I'm from New York and da 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 and all the rest of that. And I'm like, now nothing. you know in New York, you acting like that in New York, you wouldn't even took your next breath. You already know that. So you come down here so you can lose your mind. But they front, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. not where you're from. It's not where you're from. It's where you're at. And respect is given wherever you stand. Period. That's right. You know, so 
but a lot of people here, um, like you said, the born and raised, which is far and few between. You could take them to a pawn shop. It's so few of them. But they, a lot of them, what I come to come across a lot is um, either they have this, I call it the idiot box, the TV respect for you. Oh, you from New York, so they respect the persona that the television has projected or they want to challenge you because you're from New York and you think you so-and-so and so-and-so because you're from New York. So it's it's very rare that you'll find a middle ground. It's either they hold you on a pedestal because you're from New York or they want to try your whole your whole being because you're from New York. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, a lot of them had to be straightened continuously. <laughs> continuously. But... Mm-hmm. Like what I hear a lot of times, and I don't, and I always try to figure out what it is. They like you got a look about you that people know don't even try you because they say I just look at them and then they be like, oh, she looked at me, and I'm like, what look was that? I just looked at you, you know. And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> and they come at me stupid, and I just look. You want to be bothered with that job? That's why I would come in the main. Uh, area and walk down a long hallway and avoid that place because I didn't. I never really had problems with the passengers so much. I had a few, right? Like I said, it's your it's the manager. Like you said, it's the it's the it's your coworkers. It's your managers that's intimidated because they know they don't have they don't really have any real reason to be in the position they're in other than the longevity. But mm-hmm. they won't allow somebody with the experience. Not to toot my horn, but they the people with that experience that that they know basically would challenge them. And I'm not challenging your authority, but you would basically they would have to they would have to go back to work because you've been in this position so long you don't work. And to put someone like me next to you now you're gonna have to work in order to not be shown up for a better uh, lack of a better term. Right. You know. But they so, I think the position is enough. Like I just have to be this way. I'm the supervisor. I'm this admin, and you automatically have to fall into place. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, you know how to handle yourself, and you know the rules better than they do. Right? They've always come at you. They always come out on top. <laughs> Nineteen plus years now. Uh, you know. See? They come at me still, and I'm like, you know, I just, I, I guess I do. I just look at them like, now what? <laughs> you said all you said. I've done what I've done. Going to continue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now mm-hmm. where do we go? You know what I mean? Because I come to work to work. I don't come to work to play. I don't come to work to make ends. Friends, I come to work to make ends. Like I tell them all the time, I'm here to make ends, not friends. If I happen to get one every now and again, ah, oh, yay for you. But I have come across people that I have taken into my heart as a friend and only for them to expose themselves sooner or later as a foe. So yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't interact with as much as I used to. I'm kind of sort of to myself. I like to take the, the like I said, the runs that don't, go downtown because I want to stay to myself and, and I'm tired of hearing my name and everything. You know, oh, we heard you this morning. I'm like, you heard me this morning. Funny, I didn't even work today. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> you know, oh, I heard, we heard you on the radio yesterday on a Sunday. 
yeah, no, my day off, sorry, <laughs> you know, but by the time I get there on Tuesday, because I'm on Sunday, Monday, but by the time I get there Tuesday, the manager's already got a write-up for me based on what they heard. Wow, like that? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So how, how do they feel after they realize they made a stupid mistake? Who will admit to making a stupid mistake? <laughs> they are never wrong. What happens is if what they what they originally wrote me up for has no validity to it, they'll go through a tape and find something else That's and hold me accountable on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, so you brought me up on gun charges, but you didn't find a gun, but you found some drugs, so now we're going to charge me with that. That's not what you do. You can't. That's not how it works. You got to charge me first. This is. You can't just go in and find stuff. You know what I mean? You. Oh, we found it. This is what we. No. If this is what the. If this is the charge you brought me upstairs on, that's the charge you told to take me to court on. No, oh. unfounded. See you later. Never mind the dirty bodies that you'd have found in the bag. You don't worry about them. You didn't charge me for that. <laughs> that's not what I'm here to defend myself on. <laughs> but they don't get it. They they run it how they want to run it. And the thing about it is it has been mm-hmm. from president down each president down. You know, you were there. Beverly was the vice president, still vice president. Their problem is it's been done that way for so long. You know, that's just how it is. That's just how it is because they will allow it. That does not make it right. That doesn't make it right, nor does it make it legal. And that's why they're scared anytime they come to you and you mm-hmm. go, can you please write that expressly written so that my attorney can read it? Then they back up. Mm-hmm. Then they just like that one time that they came to you, what did you do? Uh, can you get this for my attorney? Because I never had any problems and we won't have any now. That's right. That's and when you did the, as soon as you did the attorney, it was over, right? Yep. 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 Because they know they're wrong. They know they're wrong, and it's what it is. They just want people to accept whatever uh, um, violation that they put on you. You're supposed to just go, okay, you know, I didn't do it. I won't do it again, or I didn't do it. And they could say, okay, you didn't do it, but you're, you're still going to get this violation on your record. No, I'm not. If I didn't do it and you say I didn't do it, you didn't find it, any evidence that I did it, then you're going to remove that violation off my record. And then they, okay, even if they remove it, they still talk to you like you did something wrong. Yes, well, next time, don't. Next time, what? It was not even this time. So how are you going to tell me about the next time? If it was uh, this time to begin with, then you could tell me about the next time. But this time didn't exist. So um, I still got a next time. That's right. I do the ring walk on them. I mean, there was no, never no nothing. Right. It was like I was going to have have a heavyweight championship fight mm-hmm. <laughs> Whole time. They, they they did not know how to you know who had a hard on for me and i told you before they fired him i'm i'm a, i can name names i'm i'm out the country and, and yeah. you, you know pete i'm in the country i'm still at the company i name names anyway that's why they don't like me because i say it out loud i'll be on the bus in the camera and say yes i said his name <laughs> pete he had a thing for black pete? men Remember Pete? Oh, Pete. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. Couldn't, he was going to get me in his mind. He mm-hmm. Okie harassed me. He would stare at me, couldn't do nothing. And I got him one day. 
right there by um, Florida Mall. And I was doing the 37. And this guy would follow me into the bathroom sometime. And, you know, you come in a little late. And you know the route that I always did. Come on, let me just, you, you say it. You know it. The, the 21. Did. The 21 <laughs> and the 40. You <laughs> was the 21 king. <laughs> That's why when you went to the 40, I was like, he got to be lost. <laughs> he must have picked that by mistake. What happened? <laughs> did somebody do his bid for him? Every four or five bids, I, I would I would take the forty. I like the forty. And yeah. The yeah even even my boy would look for you, um, Rob. He was like, "Where's Lance?" I'm like, <laughs> "On the forty. I don't know what happened either." <laughs> <laughs> Rob from down on by Raleigh, off of um. I know. By Poppy. Right. Right. The cook. Yeah. 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 I'm surprised he's not on your show tonight. He well, usually you know, out there too. Mhm. Well, you, you know, um, someone just passed away. That was a passenger. I don't know if you know. You know, you got to know her. And she lived on um, on the three nineteen route right there by um, John Young. Her apartment was on John Young. And what's the street there? Oh God, right there by um, the projects right there. I'm forgetting. I'm, I've been out of there so long. I'm forgetting the streets now. Right. I didn't remember the streets anyway. I just listen. I told him all the time. I drive automatic pilot. The bus turned on its own. <laughs> I was telling the story about this lady the other day on the show. I'm gonna say R O R O R O Z N A. She passed. I'm out here in Africa. I found out, and you didn't know. <laughs> no, I didn't know she passed. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. When did yeah. she pass? This was last week, I think. Yeah, some a couple. It, was, it hasn't even been a week, I think. You'll find out. I did not like, know she passed. You know, you know what that's like. I had friends of mine who were locked up in prison, right? And they would call me, "Yo, Lance, like what? You know, Shasha around the corner is pregnant. Hey, how did you know? You're locked up. <laughs> wow." I didn't know Ro passed though, because she, you know, you know, she was in everything. And you remember Sheila? You remember Sheila? Um, Yeah. She was Sheila Young. She got married to David Jones. She passed? Yeah, she passed. She was young. She passed from cancer not too long ago, last week, Tuesday, matter of fact. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she passed too, but I didn't know about Rosie. Yeah, yeah. And she's, yeah. I don't, well, that, that tell you how much I'll be on Facebook. I'll be on Facebook to look for something and right. I'll answer some questions and then that's the end of it. She's my friend on Facebook. But what happened yeah. was we had this page from the, from the group, from the job that they had her on it and she wasn't supposed to be on it because it wasn't supposed to be passengers mm-hmm. included, you know, and I got her taken off of it. So I know she mm-hmm. felt some type of way and took it personal, but it's not personal. You weren't supposed to be on it to begin with, right. you know? Right. Right. Especially somebody like her because she told everybody's business. I loved her, but she did. She told everybody's business. If you retired, you can you be on there? Can I get on there? Yeah, you can be on there. Okay, okay. I yeah. don't know if I want to be on there. <laughs> I'll, make, I'll go there low key. I'll make it another yeah, page. Yeah, but the funny thing about it, okay, now I helped create the page, me and these other guys. Right. <laughs> 
So this is a private page of the private group. So now everybody that helped create the page was gone except me and one other guy. Right. So I, I email Facebook, Hey, I need to be the admin for our page. They gave me admin title, but never gave me admin power. So two, three, two, three months later, they give this little guy what? the admin. They gave two guys that wasn't even there to help create the page power. And I'm like, how did you become the admin? It says right. Facebook gave it to me. I'm like, of a private page? How do they right. appoint admin to a private page? A regular group page, that's one thing. But a private page from a private company, they gave you admin power. No problem. I don't care. You know what I mean? But uh-huh. long story short, we go in through stuff. And I'm looking, and I'm like, and part of the people was like rolls, and then you got all these supervisors that was on the page, and I'm like, um, sir, you have all these people on the page that are not supposed to be on the page, and this right. man tell me on the page if you don't like the <laughs> on Christopher Columbus Day, if what? you don't like the way the page is being ran, you can create your own. I said, well, that's real Christopher Columbus of your Napoleon ass because mm-hmm. I created this one. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a white guy. You know what I mean? Got the nerve to tell me create my own. I created this one. So how are you gonna tell me to create one if I don't like the way this one is being ran? Came in, discovered it, huh? <laughs> okay, in. and now it's his. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's his home. <laughs> I found land. This is mine. Okay, that's that's real Christopher Columbus of you. You know? And it just so happened to be that day, you know, that holiday. But um, it's ran differently than what it was, like I said, uh, originally originated for. So I'm not really oh, okay. I'm well, on it. Right, 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 right. I don't need to be. Yeah, um, yeah I'm on it, but I'm, 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 yeah, it's, not. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, we, we get to talk a little bit. I get to, basically, I just spread information as to what's going on or what I think is going on or what things that I hear about, like I said, with this, um, with these wars and stuff like that, with the fact that we're supporting all these other countries and we have more than enough here that needs to be taken care of without us sending our money elsewhere. You know, I have a real big um, dislike against the country because, you you. know, I've been working since I was 12 years old. We all, both you and I know this, this story. You know, I've been working all, all my life since I was 12 years old, even before then, but I've been working, working since I was 12. Um, of course, got my first legal job as 14. That means, that means that, you've been working. That means you've been working for 12 years. Yeah, 10. I'm giving you a compliment. But anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway, but you know, the thing about it is anytime you, I fall on hard times as an American born in this country I won't, I don't want to be claiming citizen I want to actually get sovereignty but right. as american born in this country anytime I fall on hard times I can't get 10 cents because I make too much money mm-hmm. if I made too much money then I wouldn't be asking for help but either way it goes I pay taxes so yeah. anytime I fill out an application to say let me get some of my money back I should not have a problem getting some of my money back but right. and please no one that's on here take offense because my family was brought here by the Kennedys, so I have no nothing about 
you know, people, immigrants or immigrations or uh, people that is done. But my problem is people that are not in this country, not from this country, not working in this country, not putting 10 cents towards nothing in this country, come here and before the oars are dry off the boat, they get money. They get stipends. They get house allowances. They get business money to set up. They get everything. And they haven't put 10 cents towards shit here. You know what I mean? And then nine times, nine out of 10 of them are only here for the money and sending the money when they make the money back to their country so that they can live good when they go back home. Yep. And you want to hear something too? You want to hear something? I'm in mm -hmm. Africa and I have to pay taxes on money over a certain amount that I make back to America. Exactly. Exactly. Legally, right? I got to pay taxes here. Mm-hmm. That's, that's yep. what I'm doing over here, you know what I'm saying? But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I say, you know, it, it, the taxing, like they say, the, you know, taxation without representation. And far, as far as I've been reading, I just really want to find somebody who actually not just you know, I, I call it TTU, TikTok University, not just TTU education, but I want to know somebody who's actually there, done it, teach it, right. doing it, you know what I mean, to help me on my way, on my journey, because everybody talks so bad about Trump, but I'm knowing he's sovereign, you know, right. He, right. he that's why he didn't take the presidential pay, because he only paid, the, took the one dollar, he didn't want to pay the taxes, because uh -huh. he's not of American, he's not of DC. Where you have to work for the for that company, which is America. Your birth mm -hmm. certificate, which is a document from for America. If you're not from those, you're not the the states are your government is supposed to pay those taxes for you. So why am I working and paying the taxes every day? Why do I retire and pay the taxes again? And why do I get my Social Security? that might not be there for me when I get there, but y'all don't put 10 cents on it, but it's not. How am I putting money in a bank? But when I go to withdraw, it's not there because the government uses it, and that's not called theft. Yep. See? I don't, I don't, I, I'm confused on a lot of stuff. This is, this is my thing when I say about us as Americans. America breeds cons. America is a game of con. You learn to do the con game, and then you become a con artist. You are a con. You have to learn the game. You have to master the game. Then you become a con artist. When you are a person like Donald Trump, who is a con artist, that's how he's got all these billions, but now he's going against the elites, he's becoming a convict because he's going against the grain. And as soon as if he should ever become a, a convict and actually go to jail. He come out, what is he? An ex-con, okay? That's what he is. All of us in the middle, us so-called middle-class working people, we are confused. <laughs> Just need some help. <laughs> That's my way of describing America. Ca -ca, the kick, kick. My bad. Anyway. Man, after we finish taking so much, excuse me, shit, we are constipated. Yes. And need a contract. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. <laughs> a 
said, now I need some straightening. <laughs> I need some constructive, constructive straightening. <laughs> Somebody help me out, please. <laughs> now I really want to see the chats. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Come on, yo, let's get some chats because she can't see it, so I'm going to put it, <laughs> things up. Okay, starting from now. Brock Davis said, is the IRS a con? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. IRS is a con. IRS is illegal. IRS, is, they, okay, before, I was a baby, of course, and Lance, our parents at that time, I don't know if you remember the thing they used to do called the green stamps, where they, they used to collect the book of stamps. I remember, I remember that. Very good. Right. It was vaguely because we were babies then. Right, right. That was a thing between the government to help them pay for the Vietnam War. You know, mm. we were paying the taxes and they volunteered. That was back when the the Boston Tea Party and all the rest of that. So they were paying for that and it was supposed to have been over. They have not stopped that. That's just like when you pay for these bridges and stuff like that. It's supposed to be a time limit or a term on that. Well, when is the term over? When is right. this finished? Because you've mm-hmm. already stopped collecting the green stamps, which that's what that was supposed to pay for, for that war. So why do we keep going to war? That's number one. Why do we keep going to war? Why do we keep going into other people's countries? One more question. Are we supposed to pay taxes at all? No, your government is supposed to pay your taxes. Or your taxes are already paid through your government, and it depends on your work, um, what you do for work. If you work for the government, such as the president, such as working in the federal government, such as post office, those are the people. From my understanding, that's why I said I need some construction to get completely straightened out by somebody who is um, uh, more knowledgeable than I am. I am a novice in this in this uh, subject. I do well, read. Know- I do people, read, I do look in it, and then I'm looking into it, because like I said, I'm looking to become a sovereign. And if nothing else, I just want to stop paying my taxes. I want to go to my job and get my full paycheck. Right. Because I work 60 hours a week, <laughs> and they take more than half my check. That's, that's, that's ridiculous. Overall. The term I mean, is never over for those bridges. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Never. Because they'll knock down the bridge and build a new one and we're still paying. But it's like this. But hey. I think the money that you've already collected should have paid for me three more bridges with updated technology. The bridge should already know I'm coming three days before I get there. <laughs> You're like, we're going to be prepared for Miss Baby Father when she come across. We're going to pick her car up and tow her nicely to the other side. <laughs> That's how far the bridge advanced. We should have paid for these bridges already. That's right. <laughs> right. Especially, look, they talk about no reparations, but all that our bloodline has done for the country, all that we've had to endure, all of us walk around with PTSD. You understand? Thank you. It's not military. PTSD is what we've gone through being raised in. But let me give you this thing about this reparation. Mm-hmm. Reparations means to, to repay you or give you back for why are you giving me reparations for something that was never yours? You stole this land, Christopher, Columbus. 
This is our land. For all of us, let me, and I've been there, you know what I mean? I've I watched Roots. I've watched, uh, um, what's the other one from Africa, the boat, sailboat. But the thing about it is we are all movie, Hollywood, television brainwashed into believing that that's how it was. Yes, they did get people come from other countries on the boats and bring them to other countries. Yes, they did. But 90% of us was already here. We were already in America. Like I say, the whole planet's Africa. Exactly. If you look at maps prior to, what was it? Um, see, I get I get brain fogged a lot. But let me just go back. The prior original maps, this was one massive land. Just like the there's Titanic and just like there's icebergs melting now. Those are how they created the waterways and washed overlands. That's why you got let, um, states or that are below sea levels and stuff like that because the water rises over them. But if the technology is now here, just like when we flew to the moon, if the technology is now advanced to where these boats are being able to what technology did they use to travel from Africa all the way to Europe and to this? Back then, they only had wood and stuff like that. We were building stuff. We, and I mean us, melanated folks, because they steal everything that we make and take and stamp on it. And tell, but, us, and tell us savages. We ain't do nothing. We lazy. We lazy. Yeah, we're lazy. No, that's how we came up. We're lazy. That's why they have oh. to make us. You know, they had to make us do the slave thing. They had to make us pick the cotton. They had to make us be the engineers and, you know, we had to make us do that because we wouldn't have done it any other way. Well, what the fuck did you do other than beat me? Right, right. You beat me into your work. You beat me into your religion. You beat me into your sphere. But I'm the savage. <laughs> but I'm the, I'm the, the, the animal. Okay. So anyway, my thing is, the what I'm saying is the technology wasn't there back in those days. These are they're just now creating great slave, uh, great ships that can sail the seas and stuff like that without falling apart. The wood back then would have been so saturated from Cuba to, to Florida. That's probably the the length of what we could have done. So Ooh. most of us was here already so this is like i said this was christopher columbus for real not just for the indians but for us we are we are the people here hun but let me tell you though they make it so hard to travel over here they really and rarely in proportion have straight flights if we had a straight flight from right. florida right to west africa it would not right. be that long but when right. you go right you got to leave, like, say, for example, I had to leave Florida mm -hmm. to come over to Atlanta for a layover. I mean, that's, that's just how the flight went. And then we had to mm -hmm. come all the way to Amsterdam, mm -hmm. Amsterdam and then fly down mm -hmm. to a car. I had to go way up there to come. And most of the time, that's what they do, coming back and going. Yeah. Now, and then, and then when you say make make sense of it, no one can answer. That's just the flight thing. But they don't answer as to why. You they do that when, but you they do it in the United States. So when you go outside of the states, it's supposed to make sense, but it's not. You know, it's not. It doesn't make sense. Not someplace. Why am I flying east to, when I'm trying to go west? I'm flying east three hours. 
to sit over there for seven hours because you got to refuel the plane and clean the plane. But if you had just went west to begin with. <laughs> I know. Right? No? That doesn't work for you? Okay. That's the thing. That we and that's, And that goes back to that's just the way things are. No, that's because we have not questioned it. We have not made them stop doing it. We, as the consumers, have not made them address it and stop doing it and make it a direct flight, make it a direct path, make it go a direct way, period. It would have been done if the consumers of whatever business it is if you say I am no longer going to patronize you until you make it more comfortable for me, there you go. They will they will fix it, and that's with any type of thing, and that's the same thing with the government. If you stop paying these taxes, find your way out of it legally, like Donald Trump and others, <laughs> then it would stop. Because they know, they know they really don't have the right to complete, to take your money the way they do. I just wish I truly knew the legal ramifications of doing it and how right. to do it. You know what I mean? Quickly. It's, and it's going to cost. Of course it's going to cost you. And that's the other thing. People don't want to pay for what they want. But in the end, it, it, you, you're better off in the end. That's right. Right. You know, you watch the guy on on on. Um, shout out to my hood lawyer, New York lawyer. He shows you on my TTU TikTok University when he's going to buy his purchase his ticket. He gives them his ID for the for traveling. Mm -hmm. You have these police officers. There's a difference between a police officer and a cop. The cop is one of them that want to. Uh, I said, give me your license and. Put, get your ass out the car. And all this. Dude, you're doing too much. Here's my ID that says I can travel on these roadways. I don't need a driver's license unless, like I'm such as myself, I'm in my CDL position. So if you pull me over in that bus, yes, I have to present a driver's license because now I'm carrying passengers paying. But if I'm in my own car traveling the roadways, with non-paying people, I don't need a driver's license for that. Mm -hmm. I have the right to travel roadways. We just need to find. But they're not going to present you the information. To be able to say they're that. not. They're not. I have to say on YouTube, there's so many people that will lead you down the road to say, hey, I know what to do. And a lot of them will take your money in frauds. I've run across that part. I have mm -hmm. told, told me about them. See, I don't do the gossip thing, but if I run across somebody ripping somebody off, I'm going to tell it. Okay. Ripping, ripping off black people, I'm going to tell it. Right. Especially, especially even more so when it's somebody in my inner circle you done ripped off. I'm going to tell it. This is right. why I have to vet people more because admittedly, there have been people in the past that have come around me just for the sake of clout. Just so they can they elevate, oh, oh, you got a pretty good following. You've been out here for a long time. Exactly, exactly. Because I wanted to say why you don't do your live on on TikTok University. But you that's how so many people get your image, get your voice, and then they make their own videos. AI is real. <laughs> and they create it. 
and then they use it and now they're scamming saying they are you and they're hey be my friend and i can teach you how to get this that and the next thing or hey the spirits and the and the, and the ancestors sent me to you and i just want to give you baby i'm very spiritual you can't bring it to me you can't bring it to me because soon as you start talking to me my my thing starts covering and now i give yep. you the look <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> so stay away baby because it helps you you know, and don't let me get to praying on it. Mm. If I just look at you and walk away, it's one thing. Save yourself, honey. But once I get to praying on it, <laughs> life is usually not good for you. <laughs> yeah, because, look, look, there are people, there's this one gentleman on the word of somebody else. Hey, man, he's a good dude, so on and so on. So. All of them were trying to scam me. Mm-hmm. I mean, all from Orlando to Tampa, which is not far, but I, I, and I actually took equipment, brought it up in this guy's apartment, set it up, let him come on in. I wasn't running my, I'd set it up for him. I said, I'll do that for you, right? I wasn't moving mm-hmm. no money. I said, okay, this appears to be whatever, whatever. Homeboy was a straight shyster. Hmm. This woman was selling jewelry. They weren't delivering all the way. Some people got their stuff and it was real small. Whatever, whatever, and it didn't on the strength of well, Valencia. I so saw I don't do that no more. I do it once I can see. Now, see if you tell me, you straight up, like Lance, put this person on, put them on. Hey, I'm not asking no questions. And the right. folks were here in a circle, but this was somebody who set me up, and I went all out and promote, helped promote. And I had to do a video on them. I didn't say their and name exactly, but. I- I had to, and that's you know. why I am the way I am because I, I I don't have to say oh I promise and I and on my I don't have to do all of that because if I say it out my mouth that's my word my word right. is my bond that's all I have that's all you own people as far as owing stuff even when you buy your house you think you own you bought the land you think you own it you don't own nothing until right. you get yourself separated from this country but what I do own is my word. Right. And I and I try and that's why tonight you see I'm not even ready I wasn't gonna be ready but I told you Sunday so I'm like oh well it is what it is I'm gonna just come out there and be who I am you know no I'm not ready I need to be doing my laundry I need to be getting my paperwork ready I'm supposed to be talking to these people tomorrow for from my insurance stuff and I need to be doing that but yeah yeah I said I was gonna be on my last show, show tonight so here I am how y'all doing baby out of baby out of <laughs> no, I know. And we ain't gonna hold you long because you know you can come on anytime you want. But yeah, yeah that, but that, no, what it'll get? You know what gets done? What's meant to be. That's it'll true. get done. Yeah. <laughs> so we can't keep stressing about. Oh, I didn't get this done. If I didn't get it done, there's a reason. It moved. The universe moves the way it's supposed to. Trust, trust and believe that, people. Trust right. and believe that. Never struggle over a bill. Never struggle over. Uh, uh, time restraint, like I'm, oh, I'm gonna be late. I don't like being late either. But right. trust me, sometimes something happens that make you late when you don't want to be, and then you'll find out five days later that something happened before you got there. Yeah, the universe held you yep. and made you late. No matter what you do, you push yourself to try. But I, I don't know what it is. I can't get on time. I don't know what it is. It's not meant to be. You're going to stress yourself and push yourself and your heart is palpitating and your mind is the next thing you got a brain aneurysm because you're going to stress yourself out. Mm-hmm. If it's meant to be, you'll get up on time. You'll move on the time that you're supposed to move. And please believe that in life. 
Wow. That's why you're so powerful. That's why I love you so much. I mean, it's easier. It's easier said than done because you know you're that type of person. You want to get this done. You want to get that done. That's just you in life. Right. But you, when you take that second breath, I wish mm-hmm. I could smoke because my my I blow that blow that shit out. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to smoke. Back to my smokers. I'm a diehard Mary Gwana fan all day long. But your body is not meant to ingest smoke. Your lungs is not made to ingest smoke. Yeah. Make you some cookies, make you some cakes, make you some brownies, stuff it in some apples, put it in some, put it in some watermelon, make a tea, <laughs> and relax, baby, <laughs> and relax with it. It needs the air, right? You can get it into your body a different way. Yes. I always thought that. You know, it's a herb. It's a herb. White folks made it, and I'm saying that out loud, not even just white folks, not even just white folks, because we have a lot of our people that got $2 for their idea and they sold it to them. So, you know, it depends on the person's morality, you know what I mean? Uh, And that's what people need to understand. The true racism is not black against whites. It's the have against the have-nots. So people who have and had somebody that was giving them more, those are the people that sold us out. But marijuana is an herb, just like oregano, just like sage, just like like thyme. It's all an herb. And your body is, that's what your body is supposed to have. And you find a way to use it. And it, it will make your body react the way it's supposed to. You have cayenne, all kinds of stuff, garlic, everything. They are all herbs. They are to all to help your cells regenerate and clean itself out. They have a purpose. They all have yeah. a purpose. They all have a purpose. They just made it taboo because pharmacists couldn't control it. Pharmacists couldn't tax it. Pharmacy couldn't they're doing it now. That's why it became medically medically uh, uh medical marijuana. You could use it for medicinal purposes, but they they tainted then. They have some they do the little, if it's not straight out the ground and dried up and then you put it together, then it's tainted. You don't, they don't, they do what they do to it. They add to it. They take it away. They, we got to name it. We got to name it. Business now. <laughs> so that's what it is. And they, and they, they wrap it for you and go, man, listen, I could put it in my backyard, put my seed in my backyard and let it grow and put a light over it, put some water in it and then I'll grow it and that's mine. That's the herb. Anytime they chop it and add to it and take away a drug, period. Anytime they alter it, it's a drug, period. It's a heck of a thought. That's true. Anything. (laughs) Yes, anything. Anytime they alter anything, they drug your water. They put fluoride in it. It's a drug. How you how people who smoke cigarettes think that's not the biggest drug in the world after be, before alcohol <laughs> you can't you go out in that below zero freezing cold weather <laughs> <laughs> to smoke a cigarette and it gets your brain to relax. How is that not a drug? Anything that alters your 
conscious is a drug. Most commercial drugs is GMO now. Yes, it is. And there even there is no longer GMO. It's the R R oh, M R N A that they're doing to your vegetables now, to the seeds now. Mm-hmm. Said that the government marijuana to have chemicals now. Added to tobacco, right? Right. Mm. They're all. It's all altering, mind altering, which they did. You know, that's like um, October third. We had this uh, cell phone test, and I don't know how many people remember when we we were babies, when we were kids, the TV would cut off at a certain time. Yep. After, mm-hmm. after, yeah, after um, the Twilight Zone. Yeah, so yeah, midnight, yeah, yeah. the TV would cut off, and they Here's would play another, the frequency. Here's another they would play. First, it would huh? be first, it would be the honeymoon is at eleven thirty. Uh huh. Star Trek at midnight until one, and then one o'clock in the morning, you have the Twilight Zone to one thirty. Sometimes they give you two of them. As they had okay. one other after till three, that's when you heard the national anthem, and then you heard the. The frequency. Yeah, yeah. The frequency. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Frequencies alter your bodies. You have cells that react to its frequencies. You have whales that kill people under the water because they're sending out their radio waves or their frequencies. Mm -hmm. Why all of a sudden the government needed to do a, not only just a test, but a half hour test, a half mm. hour. I told everybody in my family an hour before, an hour after, turn your phones off and don't even put them near your body. Please and thank you. <laughs> turn my phone was in my car. <laughs> my phone was in my car, and I was scared to turn it on when I got to it. Wow. Frequencies. I don't trust the government. And for people who do trust the government, good luck. And that's the, I'm not going to say good or bad. We got to go. Listen, we all got to go one way one day. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Whether you out here raw dogging or, or, or condom fitting, whatever, you eating bottles of lard, you know. You, I know people who drank alcohol and they lived in 90, almost 100 years old. We going one day one way. I don't want the government dictating me, though. I'm just sorry. I just, I'm, I'm not. I'm good. I'm good. I mean, I, I barely have control over me. Sometimes I'd be like, how did I end up saying that out my mouth? You know, lost control. But <laughs> <laughs> me and it's my mouth. How you get to tell me when I get to come in and go out of my house? These, they're going up with these people. Don't believe it. I, we all slowly but surely are going into it. And it's the, um, you know, we got Alexa coming over and telling us, you got your, uh, the, the, I don't want to be on the internet. I'm on, I'm going off the thing, but you use, you use the Google Maps on your phone. You, you use a phone. You, you know what I mean? There's GPS in you. That, no matter what. Mm-hmm. No matter what. Oh, oh I'm going to get those smart lights in my house so they know every time you come in and go out your house. That's, that's why. <laughs> I don't, mm-hmm. I don't get it. So what's wrong with the flicking of the switch? Is you, that's too much, too much work, too much work now. Flick the switch. Okay, I got you. Remember we, we thought we was doing something when we was growing up and they had the clapper, clap on, clap off. We was, we was advanced then. 
<laughs> now, now I walk in this motherfucker and say, Alexa, let that be light. <laughs> let this turn on every light in the house. Government go, okay, at 8.57 this day, she went home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They track you with everything you do. So, like they have them in China. That's what they was talking about with the mask. They're doing your eyes. They want facial. you to be able to do the scans. Mm-hmm. Facial recognition. Do your eye retina. Go back to the movie uh, um, Minority Report. Yep. They were telling you right there. Go back to the movie. I saw I saw one on, on uh, YouTube the other day about how they were doing artificial babies. And I promise you, if it wasn't... Uh, it, if it wasn't can, if it wasn't the Matrix all over where they had the whole pods with all uh, the babies, mm-hmm. okay. You can choose stop thinking icon. these stop mm-hmm. thinking these movies are just movies. Stop thinking these TV shows are just TV shows. Yes, the Jetsons used to be my favorite cartoon, and I got a Jetson microwave to make my food hot. Presto magical. Here we are. Here we are. Truth. I went and I had a crown in the back. Everybody knows it used to take you weeks, if not months, to get a crown because they had to come in, they had to they had to drill your tooth down, they had to put a mold on your tooth, they had to let that mold get hard, they had to send that mold out and get your tooth and da 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 the other day. I went to the t- place up there and said, hey, my crown fell out. Going there to make an appointment because I'm definitely afraid of the dentist. So I had to get my up. So I'm like, okay, all I'm doing is giving them the crown that fell out so they can refix it and just, you know, make an appointment to go ahead and sit mm-hmm. down. We got you. Two hours later, I had a new tooth. What the hell? Oh. <laughs> Technology. Mm-hmm. Goes back to what I said about the ships that sailed from Africa to the United States back then. Goes back to what people say, how we hit the moon. How we, how we had people hit the moon in 68 and we can't get up there now. Where's that technology then? What what happened? We threw it away? We burned it? <laughs> they hid it in the Los Atlantis? <laughs> Stop letting America make fools out of you people. For real. When you look at it, you know, when you look at it, that thing is going to lift off, that little tiny little ship going to lift off and come back. And burn up soon as it get past certain, soon as it get past certain atmosphere, it's gonna burn up. Exactly. But we don't have, we got the technology though. So what happened? Why we, why we can't get back up there then? Hmm. Why did you hear about the? Did you hear about the? Um. Okay, when the when the when the fires came from Canada and went all the way to New York and everything was orange. Yeah, the dust and everything, yeah. The smoke. Okay. I lived in California. I lived in Oakland and I've lived mm-hmm. in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Brush fires is is the norm out there. Just like hurricanes is the norm in Florida. Right. When you have brush fires, it gets gray. Because it's called ash. It's called soot. Or burn. What's up with the orange? Tell me again. Tell me again. I get orange. That's number one. That's number one. Number two. New York City is at the bottom of New York. Canada is is all the way up above Maine. I mean, there's parts of New York you can get to Canada. 
But how the hell did that fire blow all the way down to New York and everything was fucking orange? Where's the black smoke? Where's the smoke? Where's the black smoke? Everything is so fucking orange. It's orange down to the ground, to the to the to the train subway. So why didn't it go up in the air and evaporate? Why didn't it get out? Before it got to New York City, to the bottom of New York State, from Canada, which is an eight-hour-plus drive, that wind was blowing that hard that it was still orange and opaque that you couldn't see in front of you with your hand in front of you. You could not see. People don't think, though. Come on, people. Come on, people, and that's what they bank on, and that's what they bank on. They bank on they going you gonna turn on that TV, and that TV gonna say to you, "Hey, that was a fire," and you are gonna go, "Wow, that was a foil." Ooh, it's The little sixty-second videos making us dumb. We don't want to pick up a book anymore. We we can't figure things out. Sort of common. Common sense is not as common as you as you think it is. That's the problem. And I'm like people use your common sense, but it's not as common as we think it is. That's that's what's wrong. That's what's wrong, and that that goes to me back when I say about my tolerance and my my patience. I have a lot of patience when people are trying, and I see you're really giving a true effort to trying. But when I see you just giving me the uh, okey doke. I have no tolerance for that. I can't deal with it. So that's why, that's why I say to myself a lot because I don't have the tolerance for bullshit and I don't have the tolerance for dumb. Stupidity is one of my pet peeves. Ignorance is when you don't know. Stupidity right, is when you yep. How many times are you going to accept the same dumb propaganda from your government? <laughs> How many times are you going to accept the same dumb propaganda from your best friend. I don't care who the title is. Acceptance of stupidity is stupid. Right. Like You're not going to keep slapping me in my face and telling me you sorry. Okay, you slapped me once and said you sorry. That's all right. You slapped me twice and said you sorry. You got to look. You slapped me three times. I'm cutting your motherfucking hand off. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Just, sorry. <laughs> no, you ain't hang out. No, but uh, earlier today, I was telling somebody earlier today, I said, listen, you got reading and you got reading comprehension, right? They don't teach that in school these days. No. You, you, you no. can read stuff, read it word for word. Right. Look down. Tell me what you just read. Huh? Right. Me. We had a vice president like that. His name was Frank. Remember, he could re- he could regurgitate everything. I mean, that man can read. You can illustrate words. You can read. Yes, you can the big words. Mm-hmm. Look at you breaking down kindergarten for me. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do it. What Remember did him. you just say? He thought he was just the man because he could read the contract. Baby, I did contract law. If you can't interpret that for me. As a as a kindergartner, then you didn't even understand what the hell you just read. All you just regurgitate words. That's all. Sound good. You you said what Masa told you to say, Pasa. Wasn't he, wasn't he grandfathered in? Like 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 I mean, he was around for a long time. 
He was around for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he felt like I've been here longer so I can just spit words at you. But if you can't understand it, make the next person understand it, what good is it? Right. Because all you did was read it to yourself. And you read it and the words sound good because you was able to to enunciate. And it goes right in one end out the next. Period. Because you cannot make me as a kindergartner understand it. Break it down to me. Break it down to me. I didn't catch it. I don't do I don't do legalese every day. So I need you to explain legalese to me hood terms. <laughs> that's right. You know, those are that's the difference in the languages. That's what people when I was the same thing when you asked me about I'm talking to your people again, about the taxes, whether it's legal or not. It's not. It's legalese. You gotta understand the terminologies. You know, mm-hmm. you, do you understand what I said to you when the officer asked you, do you understand the words that were said? Hell yeah. And I'm sorry you asked Lance, but I'm, I'm almost said my other name. <laughs> Hell yeah, I, they exist. I echo that. <laughs> They've been here. Some of them walk past you in the street every day. <laughs> Listen, let me ask people, what does the word, that goes to what we are saying right now. What does the word alien mean? Break down the word alien, hood, somebody. I need you to pin that for somebody, for me, Lance, the chat. Somebody break down the word alien. I just put the link in so people can come in if they want, ask you directly, if they want to join. Okay. So break down the word. Somebody Can somebody explain or, or give me the definition of the word alien? Oh, definition out of the dictionary? Not out of the dictionary. Determination. What does the word alien mean? Okay. Put the link in the chat room, y'all. Come on in. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read it out of the um, dictionary just to say. Okay. Bel- bel- number one, belonging to a foreign country. An alien culture. Number two, mm. unfamiliar and disturbing or distasteful principles that are alien to them. Now, a foreigner, especially one who is not a naturalized citizen of the country where Boom. he or she, oh, yeah, she is she is from. Each time, what does the word mean? Foreign. Foreign. You are alien if you're from another another state to state. You are alien to me if you are something that I am not used to or something I don't know of. This is an alien that there's lie in alien. Yes. <laughs> alien, they, if you don't believe that these people are from other countries, those are men in black and all the rest of that, that's just movies, extraterrestrial, E.T. and all the rest of that. Those are not just movies. Those are things that somebody, Steven Spielberg and the, the elites, talked about at their social parties mm-hmm. and somebody just drew a script to it. But a dog was alien until somebody labeled it and put the word in dictionary. A caterpillar was alien to you because it was not familiar until mm-hmm. somebody gave it a name. We've got Chance Rogers that just joined Hi, you. Mr. Chance. How are you? How are you? I'm here with Lance B. Skirt. I can't hear him, but I can see his go. pretty lips moving. Stop saying that out loud. I'm sorry. I'm supposed to use my inside voice. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, his mic is on mute. 
<laughs> yes, it's open now. Go ahead, Chance. You hear me, Lance? Yes, loud and clear. Not me. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Lance, be scurving him. How y'all doing? Lance, be scurving him. Huh? <laughs> she's checking you out, brother. <laughs> no, because I'm trying to read and listen. It's hurting my feelings because I'm like this. Say that again. <laughs> say that again. <laughs> say one more time. What you say? Okay, my bad. I'm gonna stop. Okay, because we can't get we can't get it going if we if we can't get past his lips moving. Uh, what happened? Is that the missus in the background? I'm not coming to get you. I just was looking. Mm. I'm in Central New Jersey. Come get me. I can't Hello? hear him, Lance. You can't hear him. Uh, what, no. How is it? Can you hear me? I can hear you. I hear both of you. There you go. I can hear you now. All right. Hi. How you okay. doing? Okay. I'm doing I'm wonderful. Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm great. All time. Okay. At all You're time. doing okay. Where yeah. are you? In the central New Jersey. You're in Central Jersey. Okay, we won't hold yeah. that against you. We're part of Central Jersey. Oh. In the center, that's my current location. I just okay. my location, that's all. Yeah. yeah. Where are you from? Where are you from? Philadelphia. Where are you from? Okay. I'm from New York, but I'm living in Florida right now. Oh, it's beautiful. I love the Florida sun. That's where Lance used to live. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. We used to work together. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. You're yes. New York? You're yes, I am currently. Yes. Oh, I'm an air operator. I drop combinations. Right, okay. Well, I started with driving buses. Now I'm driving these little toka trucks. I used to drive for Gray Line in Jersey. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, probably seen you before. I was running. You was running? I'm getting ready to go get my cup. What's in that cup? I don't want that red. That's too red for me. I don't want that. <laughs> Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> Kool-Aid. What, what color, what flavor is your Kool-Aid? Red. <laughs> ginger red. Is what? Cherry ginger ale. Oh, cherry ginger ale. Okay. That's really red for some cherry ginger ale now. That's okay. Mmm. Mm. Mm. Okay, so we brought, we brought you we we brought you on. We want you to say something. <laughs> She's hanging on to everything going on. I was I was signing in. Y'all was saw it took me about a minute to sign in. Y'all had a subject going on in regards to a definition of a word. Alien. Alien. Oh, okay. Well, you should teach us. Since you know it, you should teach it. We had to teach I each think, other. Well, we did. Mm -hmm. I was, I did elaborate on it. That's why I asked the question. Oh. You can't just teach and give all the answers. You have to see where the people are, and then did I? What I'm giving honestly is my opinion. This is not. Okay. 
this is not all factual. This is how I live in my opinion and how I move on what I call common sense. But alien, like someone asked, do we think extraterrestrials are real? And I'm saying basically you call them aliens and everything is alien until it's given a name. That's my point. You're correct. Correct. But I don't believe in extraterrestrials until I see one. Thank you. You don't believe in extraterrestrial until you see one? Okay, well, my my experience, not not that I actually saw a being, but I was approximately 12 years old, so that was like 10, 10, 10 years ago. <laughs> Lance. Yep. <laughs> my mother used to my mother used to um work out of these bars on Amsterdam, which is uh across from the huh? Amsterdam. Amsterdam. What, what kind of work was she doing at the bar? We, we, I, 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 I refuse. I, I refuse to divulge that information for the fact that she might come get me. So anyway, <laughs> she was in the bars. I was outside the bars. We used to hang out. The kids we used to hang out outside the bars. And what, this is what street? One hundred fifty. One hundred fifty-eight in Amsterdam. One hundred fifty. Yeah, one hundred fifty-eight in Amsterdam. You know, you know, I was born not on that street. I was born in Columbia Presbyterian, but mm-hmm. where we we moved to Queens, I was on One Fifty Second Street between Saint Nicholas and, and Amsterdam, right where Convent Avenue began, right there. Right. One Fifty Second. Well, I so we, live. I live. My well, my kid's father, my daughter's father, he still lives on One Hundred Fifty Seventh and Saint Nick. My mother lives on One Hundred Thirty Fourth between Saint Nick and Eighth Avenue right now. So Still, Edgecombe Avenue. Like, right. You can look over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, by, the polo, by the Polo Grounds where Rutgers used to play off 8th Avenue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that's my stomping grounds up there in Amsterdam. But anyway, as a kid, we used to have a day, a center that the kids used to go to, which was on one side of 158th Street. Then I was the bar my mother was in was on the other side. Well, we're outside, and the blimp went by. The blimp went by, okay? We're out there, we're running, we're playing. Look up again, there's this thing teeter-tottering. And the damn sure wasn't a blimp, sir. It wasn't a blimp. And I, we all stopped, and I wish I could include my friend on this thing now because it's, it's quite a few of us that saw the same thing. So now I run into the bar and, Mom, Mom, it's a ship outside, come on. Wow. So... I can say from experience, no, I haven't seen the actual being, but I have seen ships, ships, not just one. I have seen ships in my time. Well, I was out recording with Michael Hamer, and we would go by my house sometime. We'd go by the strip mall where they have all the stores. And so we went over there by Pine Hills Road and um, uh, Silver Star. You know, they had a little supermarket over there and everything, a little pizza joint over there. So I hit my tripod right there, and he was talking, just to have the background, keep it exciting. But I'm sitting here trying to be quiet, and I see behind him up in the sky, low, it was like this little ship. But it was turning around, and, I mean, it wasn't a helicopter. It wasn't – it was like a car driving in the, in, in the sky, and it was it was not flaming, but it was just like bright. And it would have been over approximately heading over to the Walmart 
Mississippi Pound right there in that direction, but it wasn't high. And it just and it it just disappeared. And I caught it on camera. Exactly. I took the whole tripod and turned it around. And mm-hmm. he didn't know what it was. And he's like, hey, man, I didn't know what it was. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he just, he just passed away a few days ago. Yeah, and we so. had another one not too long ago over in the same area in, in the shores. Where they like to put it is where they feel like people are going to be the most, their brains are going to be most altered so people won't, don't, won't take them serious. Right, 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 right. And I've seen things and seen things, trust me. Mm-hmm. Too much to lose. I've seen things. So like I said, no, I have not seen the actual being themselves, but I have seen their transportation, <laughs> their transportation, so... Yes, I do believe. Well, I saw the being, this was back in 98, I believe. Me and my friend Carlos were coming from helping to move somebody over there across the street from the pink houses. They got them two tall buildings over there. I forgot what the name was over there in Brooklyn. So we came back in my van. We went to go to the chicken spot there on Suffern Boulevard and Liberty Avenue. We parked out there. Girls were coming out the club. So we out there talking to them and stuff, eating chicken and telling jokes and stuff. So I said, okay, this is enough. Let's get on back. So his car was by my house, but we drove in my van. So we went over there behind where the car wash used to be on Suffering the Liberty, driving down that street. So me and him don't get high, right? We, we don't mm-hmm. get high. Don't, you know. So we driving down, and we get maybe like about five car lengths from the corner, six car lengths from the corner. And all of a sudden, we see this thing. had to be like about eight or nine feet tall. And it looked like it was a human torch. It just had these flames. It was flaming, but the flames weren't going out. It was within the silhouette of the body. Right. And it walked from the right side to the left, the left side at the intersection crossing that we were going toward in the car. Now, they had warehouses over there where they didn't have any doors or anything for you to go into, and the windows on those warehouses were high. So we got right there in a few seconds, like maybe three seconds. Got right there, looked, it was gone. Mm-hmm. My friend Carlos pretty much ain't scared of nothing. He's been locked up all many years, shootouts. That's no problem. But that thing there was like scared what the exactly. And me, we saw this. We both saw it. Exactly. We I'm gonna give know. you another one. Do you ever conversate with people who sit there and you know they're highly intelligent? They really, they can. You talk to them, and they make the most sense in the world. But when you come back and talk to them again, they're kind of slow. And you're like, yeah. So it's like, what are you gathering? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, are, you, mm-hmm. are you still gathering intelligence? Are you, you know what I mean? The part that we feed you, but the human part, the e- the easy human part, you kind of have pause with, you know? And, and you sit there and you look at them and, they're, and they're, they're trying to figure it out, the easiest thing in the world. And you're going. Yeah, yeah. But the but the, the 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 stuff that's really intricate, they're like, oh, we got that. Is it? And you don't think those people are alien? <laughs> I talk to people every day, and I'm like, that uh-huh. motherfucker's an alien. Uh-huh. <laughs> we we talk about Spence. I told Spence one of our people at the job. I said I wouldn't put it past him being an alien. That damn Spence went right back and told him what I said. Oh, I'm like man. Spence, you act like I care, but I, that was a conversation between me and you. Because I do think the dude is alien. But 
he went back and told him. I'm like, eh, you know, your your movement, sir. I watch you. The way you carry yourself. Yeah, it's it's strange. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. So it's it's alien. It's foreign to me. <laughs> well, you know, I had, I had an experience about three weeks ago. I'm sitting here in the house, and I look at the front window, and there's there's a silhouette of a woman standing there. I already told her. I'm not going to get into super detail. But I'm thinking about a computer, and it's right there. Now, look, ain't nothing too much around here. So here it is, 2.08 in the morning, and the silhouette ain't moved for about two minutes. I'm sitting here. I'm like, okay. They couldn't see the computer lights. It's sideways. I'm just looking. And then I decided to get up. I said, let me see what the hell going on over here. It's time. Look, I'm not disclosing my actual location, but people know I'm up in the mountain. You ain't getting around too easy up here that time of night. Right. So I, walk, I walk slow to the living room, and I guess it saw me, but there's no way it could have saw me because, of, anyway, they start banging on the glass, waving their hands. I went to the other window. I didn't go outside. I went to the other window, and they went out there. There was a young lady, about 23, 24 years old. She was very attractive, and um, I had to rough her up a little bit verbally because – I didn't know whether you were trying to peek in this house to go call some dudes out the bushes. Like, yo, come on in, let's go take this joint off. So I had to handle her rough. I mm-hmm. like to talk to her, but I thought it was somebody like, you going to come there. She was well-dressed and everything. Late at night, talking about you need money to go to another part of Ghana because you, you, you need to go to your grandmother. Any person that lives here knows that those buses don't go to that other part, to the second largest city in, in, in uh, Ghana. You got to go way over to the other side, and you don't. You do it like five, six in the morning, not two or eight, and you're not right. You, I hear you. Time of night. Who are you? Right. They got the right. money. Please, I have to go to my grandmother. And I was like, Yo, don't you know if you come to my house? I had to do it right because if right. I'm to house, you, the message is gonna go out that I'm crazy. Yeah. Don't you know I shot you? You know you need to just get on up out of here, right? Let, let me get my <laughs> thing there. Don't let me. <laughs> So she started walking away, and I was done with it. Mrs. Gerv came down. She was there with me. She heard the noise and everything. And after the girl left, she said, you know, that's what she said. You know, that wasn't a real person. Hmm. Because when they walked over by the light and walked past the pole, nothing went past the pole. Okay. Okay. She didn't walk mm-hmm. straight, like, straight behind the pole. You can't see me. Right. I, I didn't hang around that long. So, man, I'm telling you. So I spoke to some of the natives up here. And I say natives, not like I walk around here with spears. I'm just saying people who were born here, right. you know, who are indigenous here. And they said, no, you don't, you don't do that up here late at night. You don't walk out. You might, you know, there's a lot of things went on with the land. You know, there's a lot of entities that don't know that they're, Transitioned. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, we don't. We you don't see the, the real ones out here hanging out. You know. And I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And it happened to me yep. about two, about three weeks before. And I was walking. The van took me from in the city. They got vans that run right here, right. So it goes on to another city about fifteen miles away. And the, I forgot I was on the express. And they didn't let me off. I was pissed. So I had to take one of the local vans coming back 
And when I thought I saw my particular road behind the tinted windows, I was like, here, let me off here, let me off here. I got off, it drove off. The same sign, but it was nowhere near. And my whole perception of time, because the other van drove down so fast. So guess what? I had to walk about 15 miles in the mountains in parts where there were no houses. It's not like, oh, there's a whole bunch of houses around. I walked through yeah. places miles and miles where there was nothing. There's nothing but darkness and, and, and trees. So in, the real, in the real wilderness. But I never saw darkness like that. And then now I'm so high up, it's in the clouds. It's not just fall. This is clouds every night that drop down. Mm-hmm. The trees met over the road. So I had to really be strong in my mind because I'm like, yo, this is not normal. It wasn't normal for me, but the feeling of being away from so much, there was nothing around me for miles. This little narrow mm-hmm. road, I'm walking with two big heavy bags of uh, groceries. And there was a dude that walked down because every now and then a car would go by, but they would never pick me up at taxis and stuff because, like, they're scared, like, am I real? Right. And then they can, <laughs> so I must look like an alien to them, like this bald dude, mm-hmm. you know, yellow, you know what I mean, walk around. And like they walk. say, people don't walk that time of night, so you, what's wrong with this dude? He's got to be, you know, that's everywhere. <laughs> so they, they would kind of look at me and keep going. So I saw from the silhouette, um, I saw a silhouette of a man. There was a car coming down, but it was foggy. I said, there's a dude walking down this road. But I'm like, where's he going? There's nothing around here for a long time. Let me tell you something. That time of night and walking that long road, you best to just stay up in the next town that's, that's got a few people out there in lights and wait till the morning time. <laughs> I, can't, I can't revisit that scenario because it's very frightening. And I wasn't thinking about okay. no gold. But the animal noises, man, and you know, I don't know if you know it, but we caught a, a python out in front of the house the other day. So I'm thinking at oh, nighttime, wow. you got king cobras, you got python. The python, I found out, they're not going to kill you like the king cobra will with their venom. And you still don't want to get bit by that, right? So at nighttime, the roads become invisible because it's so dark. And there's no traffic as much. Things from inside both sides. I mean, there's wilderness for miles. And I'm hearing mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff that we ain't used to hearing. <laughs> Lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. <laughs> so now I'm walking because, see, at certain points, I'm walking up this little paved road, and it wasn't officially paved. Before. No, because if you step off the road, you'll drop down like about a foot or two because – that's where the mountain starts going down, and then you don't know what's in them bushes. And then you hear, I heard things rustling in the bushes next to me. Mm-hmm. So, so I had to squint my eyes and kind of feel around in the edge of the road so I don't go over the edge. Right. Then I cramped. I had one bar left on my local phone number. <laughs> my internet module was out, ran into the power, and I, the battery I brought, I didn't even charge it. So I had one bar. I had one bar. Oh, Lance, they was with you. You better, you better. I'm hoping you thanking them every day because they was with you, baby. I'm feeling oh. this right now. You didn't. You halfway. You like almost telling the story, and I can feel it. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. And I am I serious. <laughs> it's like the trees had a presence, and this is where I really learned and embraced that 
those things are living beings. Because when I looked mm-hmm. up at them, and, and like I said, the moon was bright, but I couldn't see the moon because I was in the clouds and in complete darkness, but the clouds made it even more surreal. Like, I didn't know what, I mean, I'm, I didn't think Jason or, or the other one there would come out or whatever, but I was ready to punch something in the face. <laughs> I see this dude, I see these headlights coming down, and I see a silhouette of a man. But the car passed by, so I said, this dude is coming down the opposite way. So he got about maybe four feet away from me before I saw him. I was anticipating it, but he was on my side. So I was like, what's up, man? I'm like, use the firm voice. Like, you're going to get punched in the face if you try to come at me or whatever. He just kept walking. So he walked about maybe five or six car lengths down the road. Another car or truck was coming up. So I turned around, and I saw his silhouette. He was just standing there looking at me. And when the truck went by, it was like, now my thing was like, if you got a knife or something. And then I got up a little more. I'm like, How's that dude standing there? Why is he, he ain't say nothing? You know, it's weird. It's weird. And the people around here say, do not go out at night. Don't go. It's not like something's going to bother you, like try to stab you or shoot you. It's not like that kind of vibe. Not here. People will help you if something happens, but you're going, you might run across somebody. That's what they say. Different people. Right. people. Some are superstitious, some are sensible. Like they don't, and the sensible ones, they don't want to really talk about it. It's like, well, yeah, come here, man. Let me tell you something. Don't go out at night. You're not always going to see something, but you might see somebody in a real person. Right. And they talk right. to you. They will, you. They will have conversation with you and everything. And you turn around when you walk past. Okay, I'll see you, man. You turn around, they're gone. Mm-hmm. What, was, what was that by my window? How does she know to come this way? I'm not going to give details of how it looks because I'm incognito. I like it here like that. But there's no way. You're going to find you standing there still. And I'm looking. I was, I was, was it? but see what, it was a woman. So it wasn't like a dude. A dude used a whole different approach. But that's dude. what, that's how they're going to send it so that you are receptible. Yeah. That's how it's going to come to you. They're not coming to you. So you automatically, you're automatically on guard. But you're not automatically right. in combat mode. Right. You're on right. guard. You're inquisitive, and you're going to find out what's going on. But if they send it to you a guy, your first reaction, especially that airy side of you, you going out <laughs> fighting <Yeah>. first. <laughs> I'm hitting first. I'm knocking them out first, and then I'm gonna wake you up and then ask you questions. Why you on my Why you on my property, man? How did you get on my property, man? <laughs> exactly. And why are you standing <laughs> see with all the windows here? With all the windows here, mm-hmm. this angle, it was in the next room to the front. And you standing like you can see me. That was not human eyes looking at me. Mm. You know, I did go out after, like about 30 minutes after. I said, let me look out this window. <laughs> and you, you can't even see in here because they, they don't look tinted, but they're tinted. Right. So how did you know to stand there like that? And even when I got up, you start waving your hands. When I, it's crazy. And see, what, what made it worse? She was very attractive. Uh, tight stuff and something to appeal to me as a man. That's like, what yeah. I said. And yes, to make it appeal. You're on your guard, but you're not, like I said, that's something that's appealing to you. That's something that give you inquisitive, not something right. that will put you on strike mode. You know? You see, I induced a strike mode in how I had treated her. Right. Whatever right. Because when I pulled that window back, 
and I put that, you know, did my little WWF little wrestling voice, you know. <laughs> what are you doing around? You know what I mean? So like, and it's scatter. Because she didn't expect that. I'm supposed to say, hey, honey, how you doing? What's going on? Right, right, right. You need something to drink? Can I come inside? Who who knows what the hell would have happened in yep. here? Spiritual level, if I let yeah. that in here. And that's what I was going to say. You know, they don't. They say you it don't come in until you invite them in. Exactly. It's going to stand at the door. It's going to stand outside. But once you invite them in, that's where that's when it comes. Then you got to know how to get them out. That's, that's, and you and, and when you get them out, you don't get them out asking nicely. You, I mean, it depends. Like I say to them all the time, you know, those of you who are here for peace and love, you can stay. Right. Those of you who enhance my prosperity and my love, you can stay. Anybody here for negativity, get the fuck out. That's right. <laughs> and, That's right. and leave some money when you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, leave some money for the mortgage, you motherfuckers. <laughs> and this guy, when I went there, when I went to the, when I went to the window like that, the first thing that she did was put her hands like she's begging and dropped to her knees outside. Mm-hmm. I just so mm-hmm. subservient. Change yep. me around. Like yep. If I was by myself here, she's thinking like, hey, man, I can come in here and get her and get some head. You know what I mean? Like, try, mm-hmm. The tight stuff she had on, and she, she did look appealing to most men. <laughs> she, she wouldn't get me that way, but I'm still understanding what it is. Right, that's the inquisitive. I'm spooked out because I'm sitting here in the same spot. I keep looking at the same window. <laughs> that make you make you alien and comfortable in your own in your own domain. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it must know, you know. And um, that was it was strange when I th- thought about it. Mm-hmm. State of all night, not being scared. I was just like a little shook. Like, hey, they coming like that? Because you can't punch no ghost in the face or no spirit, you know what I mean? But that, yes, that, you can. You can't physically, but you can spiritually punch them. You better get you some. Make sure you keep some sea salt in that house. Just mm-hmm. throw that shit in the air at them <laughs> and, and get, burn some incense because they don't like that sweet smelling stuff. But throw some sea salt at in that direction, in that window, and then in that corner. Line right. that window with some sea salt and cayenne. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. That will physically. That will physically punch them. <laughs> I do it at my, uh, my door. Get away from here. You don't, you don't belong around here now. Get from around here. I'm the only trouble around this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I was the only one around this motherfucker. <laughs> like I said, you come up here, you better leave me some mortgage money and get the fuck out. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, but I'm, I'm, I'm very territorial anyway. Like righteously. Yes. You know, I don't know if I told you when I was 17 years old, this guy had lifted up the screen. Because in our neighborhood back in 1980, it was like, you can just have the screen down. But they didn't realize that my room was in the very front of the house, right? I took it as my room. You know, it was a, it was a porch that was done over before my parents bought the house. It was a nice little cool room. And I liked it because my friends could come up to the door, knock on the window, and I let them in the room. Two, three in the morning, we hanging out, watching TV. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. later on, but... I woke up and this dude was standing over me and we had a block party. We had a block party on Saturday. This happened on Sunday and I had a lot of bodybuilding trophies, a lot of posters on the wall of boxers and stuff. So, and the house was high up, like a little grade. So when you look up through the hedges, you're like, what is all that? That's, that's what I figured. But this dude had to be on drugs or something. But I, 
I used to sleep curled up. So I was big, you know, I was muscular, I was real big and strong. And he didn't know that. He said, oh, this is a kid in here. And he was looking around. And I looked up because the street light would always shine down in the bed and something was breaking, you know, subconsciously something was breaking, standing in front of the light. And I opened my mind. Look, that, that thing changed me forever because it looked like a spook. But you know what? I'm with, see, I'll back up in the street. You don't know what people have. But inside where I live, my dwelling, I jumped about that bed and I, I grabbed him like a bear hug and, and fell all down. I still got the scars on the, on the back of my left hand. I had this metal bookcase, and he fell, and I was holding him, and it dug up the back of my hand, and I fell down on the speaker. And I got my hands around his, his waist and started pulling up higher. And then as he would breathe and I'd breathe, I'd just tighten up more, tighten up more, tighten up more. And my mother came in the room from the hallway, and she got scared, not because of him. She's like, they're killing him. Because he was starting to breathe as much, and I had him choked around his midsection. I felt, I think I broke one of his ribs. So she's like, oh, please, you don't want to go to jail. Let him go. Let him go. She was to the side, and I'm like, this guy was scared. So he, let, I let him go, and he ran into the hallway. My father grabbed him, thinking it was me because I was screaming. I was cussing him out. I was, I'm going to kill you. See, he was in shock. Right. right. I was manhandling because he was trying to get back out that window. My father was half asleep. And he was like, Lance, Lance, you're having a nightmare. But it was a dude. And my mother was standing between me in the hallway because my father would have surely snapped his neck. But he he woke up like kind of stupid. You know, he woke up like slow. So my father said, calm down, calm. So he said, this guy thinks that I'm his son. Let me calm down. And I was coming into the hallway to get this guy. And the guy saw him in the dark. Spooky to me. He opened the he opened the door and he elbowed back my father. He fell off balance. He ran outside, but the man across the street said he was gripping his side and he was would fall to the ground, crawl a little bit, go up. I know I must have popped one of his ribs because I, I was trying to. And then mm-hmm. the very next night, I'm driving. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not driving. I was riding my bike with my friend, and this this guy drove up next to us in this black Ford Falcon. There was a girl in the center. There was a bench seat in the front, an old, old 1963 Ford Falcon. My father had one a long time ago. So two guys and the girl in the middle, and one of them said, is that him? And she was like, yes, it's him. And I saw in the guy's lap he had a gun. So they, I'm cool with it, right? I had a little visor in my head. So I told my friend, listen, whichever direction I go, you go the opposite way. Because whoever that is, they're trying to kill me. But I knew it was mistaken identity. Uh-huh. So they pulled up about five, six car lengths and pulled to the side. It was on Hillside Avenue and Sutton Boulevard. Nobody was out there because I was trying to clear my head from the dude was in my room. This is why it's hard for me to go to sleep at night because I'm waiting for something to happen. Now I come and see something out the other window out in Africa. And I'm like, man, this thing is starting again. So <laughs> short, I turned around. And I put, man, I pumped that bike so hard. And I got back to Simpson Boulevard. I saw the train station where you can walk down, but the headlights were getting brighter. And I saw my silhouette on the wall, the little gates they pulled down in the store. So I jumped off there, hit that gate, jumped down. I threw myself down the steps. I landed on my feet. I hopped the turnstile, got down in the subway. I'm thinking, okay, they might come down here. So I hopped on the tracks and stepped between the, the, the third rail there on Simpson Boulevard and Hillside Avenue, went to the other side. Stepped on rats between the third rail. You know, if you touch the third rail, you're dead. 
Right. But the rest. Yeah. I had to be careful. So I climbed up, took the subway the other way, went to the police station. You know what I mean? So come to find out, I had danced with this girl at the block party, the same block party. And like for like 15 seconds, she was bent over coming at me. My friends were around, so she gave me a little bit of backside. I'm dancing with her. She's rubbing up on me. Then she stopped. No problem. So she's retarded. She was she was slightly retarded with a grown woman's body. Mm-hmm. In the neighborhood, she had a really devastating body. From I saw her before, but I didn't know that was her. But she was a little off. One of her eyes were off. She couldn't help herself. She had the mind of a little girl with the body of a grown woman. So the yeah. mailman was it. Drug dealers around the corner go over there and nail it. It was just everybody. She was just giving away. She couldn't control herself. She'd come to the door with this little short stuff on and dudes are, what's up? Come on inside. So somebody got to her a couple years after that, and um, they found a decomposed body right there on Van Wick and Liberty, right by the side of the highway. She was oh, wow. I didn't know that. I wasn't trying. It was a joke for me. So when she saw me, that's him. But in her mind, she couldn't differentiate and say, no, that's not the – somebody had really raped her, you know, that oh. And the brothers, they came back. It was It was kind of like a street thing, right, because I didn't know. And my friends found out. And they're like, yo, he didn't do that. And they were like, okay. So they apologized to me. And, I, you know, I didn't know where that was coming from. But my head still messed up from that two nights in a row. So I don't feel – not that I don't feel safe, like I'm scared, but I'm always ready. I'm, that's why I walk around. I'm not a tough guy like that. I'm mm-hmm. a like the whatever, but I'm always ready to throw a jam. I'm always ready to fight. And that's, that's not the right state of mind to always be in. When I was driving the bus – that's why people didn't play with me because unless I got to know the people, they saw my face. I wasn't even staring them down. I just keep. I wouldn't even. I would avoid eye contact. Like yo, they yeah. wasn't the play. Then they found out that I worked in a jail. Yeah, I remember him, but he was a cool ass CO. But if you yeah. mess with him, all <laughs> 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 a little bit of PTSD. So I could take. I take it out of my creations, talking, writing, everything, because. Mentally, and that's like other stuff happened too to me, right? But that was your relief. Yeah, when the cops yeah. beat me, living cops, they, that messed me up again, you know. So I can go deep into that, but on another show, I'll do a little monologue and take people there, really take right. them there to see what that's like, because it's not. I'm I'm a little paranoid of most people. Yeah. Well, I have PTSD from my mother. You know what I mean? We have, you know, like I said, PTSD does not have to come from being in a war being in a uh, military war. Your right. PTSD comes from your upbringing. Your, your, you know what I mean? You're in a war every day if, you, if you've if you been an abused person, no matter where it comes from, your your parents, your your spouse. Your, you, you, you could get PTSD from being in an abused situation from your children. You know what I mean? Right. You think always think somebody is at you and you're always on whatever your defense mode, be it to cower, and 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 curl up or to strike and come out that's a ptsd that's a that's your defense mode that's your reaction mechanism from being traumatized post-traumatized post-traumatized uh defense disorder that's what it is you know what i mean so it's a defense and whatever your defense was to to protect yourself be it you could even sleep 
as a defense. You know what I mean? You hear, you're hearing your family argue and fighting all the time, and you know you don't hear it when you sleep. So automatically, when you hear all of that, it makes you tired. It makes you sleepy. That's your defense order. That's your defense mechanism. That's what your body knows to revert, to resort to. You know, so you know we have those things. You just learn how to what uh, triggers it, you know what I mean? And how to, to fi- try to, you know, stabilize it for lack of a better word term right now. <laughs> but, I immerse myself in just this activity like this. You know what I mean? I like this, you know, it just mm-hmm. does something for me to, to go within myself. If I didn't have this, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a violent person, but I'm just saying if I didn't have this, I, I would be a whole, a whole complete different state of mind. And I'm right. cool most of the thing is, I don't like to see people get hurt. I don't like to see guys beating up on women. I don't like to see children get abused. I don't like to see anybody try to belittle anybody. I don't like to see that. And then home, right. wherever I go home, if I see somebody, whatever, and they ain't supposed to be there, that's what kind of triggers me off. Right. But, you know, and, and I got to find out what's up. You know what I mean? Like, like, And don't come in. You know, don't let me find you in here. There was a little, yeah, yeah, I was speaking to the electrician the other day, and he was trying to ignore me from what I was saying, so he was speaking to Mr. Skirv, and he was ignoring me, and I was like, I got pissed. I told him he had to leave, because it was, it was bad. They got a bad habit of doing that down here, a cultural thing. A lot of the men don't want to acknowledge the man as a end of the house, so they'll talk to the woman. I'm like, yo, I'm asking you a question. You're ignoring me. And it wasn't uh-huh. like, I'm trying to be cool, like, whatever, so I... I I was going to get him. It just, no, seriously. I'm like, wait a second. You know, I'm paying you to come in here and do this and you ignore it. What kind of pissing contest is that? And that goes for other things, but I understand it now, but it's not good. But, you know, like I said, I, I can get scared like anybody else. You lay in your bed, somebody comes in, you get startled. I'm not Superman, but I get startled and scared for like 15, 10, 15 seconds. Then I get mad. Now I'm right. coming at you. Whatever's in my hand, I'm going to get you. You don't have anything in my hand. But you can say 10 or 15 seconds. People don't realize how long 10 or 15 seconds is. Just like you box. When you say three minutes in a boxing, that's a long time when you're in that interaction. That's a long time. 10 or 15 seconds is a long time. You know what I mean? When you're in certain. So that fear, especially fear, because you're going through, you don't know how much went through your head, how many changes your body went through. In them 10 to 15 seconds until you come into some type of um, rationality. You know what I mean? Right. Whatever your rationality is, strike, get them off you. Oh, it's not. You know, you got to register. And it, mm-hmm. it, 10 to 15 seconds is a lot of time to register. Then get yourself back into reality. I see the time when the guy tried to lunge at me at the bus. Remember that day I see that time? It was right before I left, about a year before I left. I was downtown, I was um, on the 40, and the 40 at that time parked right at the, at the at right, like where the supervisors were, but you go down in front of the main entrance there. At the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think they moved it around. They always move it around, but it was right yeah, there. Yeah, it moved door. around, but I remember it was parked right at the front door. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I had to go inside and take a leak, and um, I let some of the passages on, and so this dude came up to me and said, uh, open the door for me when to get on. But he had bare feet and, and no shirt. I said, I can't let you ride like that. 
So I'm standing there. I said, let me stand here a little while longer. It looked like he was going to push the doors open and go inside and sit down. I stood there kind of sideways. So he walked behind me. And I was facing the supervisor's um, area there. So this guy got behind me. He got behind me like he was goosing my ass. So I turned around and said, hey, hey, what are you doing? Right? And then he got behind me again. So I stood in front of the door of the bus. So he started walking toward me real close, and I put my hand out straight in front of me. I said, you need to stay back, man. I didn't know what was up with this dude. Something was wrong with him. Mm-hmm. Then, then he ran at me like he didn't run yet. He walked fast toward me, and I shoved him back. I said, I don't care. We're going to let him just do this to me. I shoved him back. Then he went back near where the benches are up against that wall, the glass and everything. He, 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 he ran full speed. Ran at me full speed. So what did I do? When he got close to me, I pushed his head down. I reached over his shoulders. His head was on my stomach, the back of his head, and I lifted him up. His feet got up. And I swung him around and put his butt by the back, by the side of the bus, and leaned into him. He couldn't breathe. I said, "So either you love oxygen or not. We're gonna find out." And then I still had him in that position. And so I threw, I threw, I'm not saying I threw him in the sky. I just, I kind of threw him parallel to the ground. And he, he ended up by the front doors that opened up there, the glass doors. And what's his name? Chuck. He was there. He didn't even come out. Didn't even come out. And um, the security that they had, the little racist security guards, they came by later and they didn't make no report, no nothing. But they wanted me to do something. I, I covered my backside when I got down, whatever. But. I'm like, this, what was he in there, looking at porn or something? I mean, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, you was handling it, so they didn't have to. <laughs> they watching it now. If you was struggling, then they might have to, because then that's a that's a thing against them. Y'all watching me get my ass whooped out here, and y'all not coming. But you was whooping his ass after he charged you, so they, they're like, this. okay, give him, give him five more seconds. <laughs> then I, knew, I didn't punch him or anything, because I knew that mm-hmm. he brought me into so I'm working, but he lunged right. so I can grab him, right? And so I hurled him off over, and he stunk, and I was thinking for the rest of the night. Lucky that was my last run. <laughs> stunk like a funky heroin addict with drugs coming out of the system. Yeah, you'll get that. You yes. Mm-mm. So you, the, pe- the guy left, and anybody, okay, what are we, what was I, we're talking about the job. We're supposed to be talking about my love life and like thereof. Okay, there we go. I'm going to cry. Okay, my bad. That's all. Trust trust me, they're going to be hitting me up in the inbox like, yo, we know you got a number. I was like, yo, I can't give a number out, but you can give me yours. No, he cannot give my number out. This is where you're supposed to be talking to me right now as to how do I continue to smile as a black woman? Talk to us. Because I love me. (laughs) You don't have to. I do. And that's what we do. I, I, I think I said this to you before. I wrote a poem. I couldn't have been no more than um, 20. Mm-hmm. I couldn't have been yeah. no more than 20. Two years ago. Right. <laughs> so what I always say is the status of the black woman. You got the white man. You got the black man. You got the white woman. And depending on how you look at it, but you got the because you know men run the world, 
But the white man, the white man is going to give the black man respect as a man. But that's why I do like this, because right. the white woman definitely jumps over him from time to time. But guess what? Where we are, the black woman is still down here on the totem pole, way down here. Mm-hmm. So that white man, that black man, that white woman, let's put them even. Let's put them even just for the sake of it. But you got the white man and the black man, the woman with the white woman, and then you got the white black woman down at the bottom of the totem pole. Mm-hmm. Now, when that white man told that black man to jump, he jumped. Mm-hmm. When that white man beat that, uh, raped that black woman and told him to watch, you stood in the corner and you watched. Mm-hmm. When that white man made me have his children and t- told you take your ass out there and, and, and pick the cotton, you went out there and picked the cotton. You didn't knock him off me. You wasn't tough then. Why are you tough now in my face? Mm-hmm. Be tough to stand up in front of that white man. Then come be tough to me. But right. I had to endure what that white woman said to me while she was fucking my black husband. Mm-hmm. I had to endure what you came home and did to me because you was mad that that white man did it to you. Mm-hmm. I had to endure when that white man made you the motherfucker mm-hmm. because he wanted you to have the children that made the best money for him. And that white man ran everything. I had to endure it all. And then on top of that, I still had to lift you up. Wow. And carry you. That's where my strength and my smile came from. Because I still was able to do it. See the queen in me, baby. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You know? Because no matter what, we got to make you good, right? We got to make you good. That's why I wear this unk, baby. I am. I am she. She is me. I am she. She is me. When they say we're not a god, baby, who created? Who created? (laughs) Who made it? Who did it? I birthed. You can't tell me I'm not a goddess. I create. (laughs) When you go down, I lift you up. But that's why we're a team. Mm -hmm. And again, nothing. nothing. Uh, Hi. (laughs) Okay, that's what it is. I got to press the play. Say hi. Yes, darling. There it is, sister. I got to push play. That's why I got to hear you. But Lance, I'm still not feeling this fact that I got to look at your screenshot and not see you. Can y'all see him? I can't see him. (laughs) No, I don't have the camera. This is like a quick thing, you know. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) But anyway, hi, Keto. Hi, how are you? I am beautiful as you are, darling. I'm beautiful as you are. I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm a scary right now. I'll be back. I'm going to run to the restroom. Keep talking, y'all. Okay. But anyway, so he says how we as black women continue to smile through all yeah. the stuff that we've had to do. And like I said, no matter what, you know, we've had to endure it all, no matter what. You know, and being the, like they say, shit falls faster than you can push it up. And it, all the shit dropped down on us because we were the bottom. And we walking in it and wading in it and, and clocking it out the way to make the pay for our king. But you come back and talk to me crazy because somebody did you wrong. But why are you coming home and taking it out on me? 
we supposed to be sitting down together devising the plan how to get it right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we've so, had to do a lot. And we've we, had to do, endure it all. Yeah, we still do. Yes. It's, um, it's a testament to our strength, even though I know many of us um, are tired of the narrative of the strong black woman because we are allowed to actually have weakness as well and pain as well. And one of the things that helps me to continue to smile from my heart is I've gotten to a point where I can express my own emotions to myself. I give myself permission to yes. feel whatever I feel. Right. So as long as I want to feel it. Hey, <laughs> or as long it. as I want to feel my it. My own time frame, because my time yes. is divine, so can't nobody tell me when it's time for me to stop and start feeling anything. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That helps, yep. that helps me a lot. As well as, um, you know, the more I study about who I am, because I really feel like that God gene that Dr. Aday was just speaking about on Lance's channel has a lot to do with our strength and power and how we have the capacity to love the way that we do. Mm -hmm. You know, it's simply the God gene. We got that. I feel like our men have it as well. Um, our children have it as well. And it's miraculous the way I see it. Like, right. the more I learn about us, the more I'm like, we are so lit on so many levels. Yes, we are. The thing about it is, a lot of us, like you said, it's not that we, when we finally go, you know, that's right. Oh, it registered because it's easy common sense. Let me, let me say this, you know, a lot of things about the Bible or the Christian religion. It's a puzzle. A puzzle is all supposed to automatically fit together, and it's supposed to automatically snap in place. But that Christian religion and that Bible, they cut a lot of pieces around to make it fit. That's not natural. Their narrative. Well, yeah, they made it fit their narrative and put all kinds exactly. of things Exactly. So in. when you start hearing people tell you about your God gene, yeah. and you go, that makes more sense. Yeah. That naturally makes sense. Totally. It'd be resonating, right? Exactly. So that's why I say I'm the goddess. Yes, the God is in me. The God is in you. But the reason why we are so scared to acknowledge it or to accept it is because they made it unnatural to us. They made it this conglomerate in the sky that we got to praise and be scared of and be be worried about. When it's you. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's and that's why they're scared of us. That's why everything they don't understand is taboo. That's why we're not allowed to speak a language that they didn't understand because they thought we were conversing to get back at them. Yeah. So now when you talk this talk or when you talk your talk and they don't want, are you plotting against me? That's what it is. That's why they want to know. No, we're not plotting against you. We're plotting to keep our life going forward. We're plotting to keep us moving us better. And guess what? Because you're in the land with us, you will you will benefit from it. That's just like the red light. You benefit from us, but that's us. It's who we are. That's who, that's who we are. Mm -hmm. I don't have time to sit back and focus on revenge because that holds me stagnant. I'm moving forward. Same here. What you did, you will reap that. You will reap that regardless. 
hear And like you. I told Lance on something earlier, don't let me start praying on it. I'm going to let you do it and you're going to reap on it. But if I pray on it, yeah. m- mercy. Mercy. Like they say, mercy on your soul, baby. That's how <laughs> so much to really know that. To really know that because the moment somebody does or says anything towards me that is not pleasing to the God within them, at that very moment, they start their suffering process. Thank you. Thank you. I don't have nothing to do with it. I don't have nothing to do with it. You can walk away. Yeah. You walk away from it because if you stand in that in that position, then you are going to move as they move in a negative way. So you walk away and let them live and let them move in their in their own suffering because they will. It feels but, so good too. It's so liberating. It feels, yes, it feels really good and, and it, it it like really takes the power. Like that negative energy no longer has power over me. No. You know, no. But I want to share with our young people. Um, Lance, are you back yet? Mm-hmm. Mouthful of tangerine, but I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> I want to tell you this, Lance, because this book, mm-hmm. this is um the book I was telling you about. So I have a series of books that I've been publishing for our youth. Beautiful. I feel like we have given so much through music, and it's so much that once we are in tune with who we are. Um, and what we have to contribute mm-hmm. and what our power is, especially through music and other arts, music and art, that mm-hmm. is going to continue to um, to build us up and, and expose more of what our options are for our youth, you know, to move right. forward doing things that we love to do. So I got tell this. The book. Tell everybody how to get it. Promote it. You can talk. Come on. Okay. Tell us how to get it. Okay, I will, but before I do that, I want to show you this page right here because this is what I was inspired to name this character Lance. So this is oh, Lance. Wow. on the uh, <laughs> That's Lance playing the piano. Oh, <laughs> and Thank I, you. oh yeah, no, you are a very big inspiration. Well, the music is a vibration. That's what I was telling him about earlier when they do frequency. That's what music is. Music is very is different frequencies, and that that's what helps your body to elevate or even to go down. Those are vibrational frequencies. That's what music is, and it opens up your your chakras, different chakras, for you to be able to move in that God's light. That's what that is. It so does. we learn from music, and it and it helps you to go forward. It'll help you to elevate you to read. It'll help you to elevate to heal. It'll help you elevate to see your 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 move your your body palpitations to move in the correct rhythm. Absolutely. That's what it all is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And said, am I selling it in on Amazon? Yes, I am. So it's under my name. My author name is my name, Kito Kamili on Amazon. If you go to my website, everything's there. KitoKamili.com. KitoKamili. Okay. Mm-hmm. Will do. Thank you, Lance, for the opportunity for me to share that. Oh, yeah. I have six, you said it's for the youth. I have six grand youth. Oh, <laughs> so. wow, that's beautiful. After the show's over, drop it in the comment section and yes. I'll pin it. You okay. can see it. Put everything in there. The link, everything. Oh, you might have yeah, because I can't see the chats. Yeah, send me the link in the email because I have it where links are disabled because during shows you get spammed with sneaker ads and all this stuff and Viagra and all this stuff, so I disabled that. So just shoot me an email 
and put okay. everything the way everything the way you want it inside. Um, I think it's up to 200 characters, and I just copy and paste it and put it head up top. Is the first comment that you see in this video. Okay. Yeah, right? for sure. Thank you. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about all the books and the music that I'm putting out, all of that, because it just it um is so empowering when we use our gifts and talent to build ourselves up, you know, um personally, you know, as an artist, but then also for anybody who hears it. So and I've been inspired by people online, especially during the pandemic. Lance, you're one of those people um, oh, that just speaks truth to power, power to truth, you know, unapologetically and really for the you know uplifting of our people. And it's really beautiful. And, yes. um, you know, it's a gift that keeps on giving. I would like to send you a book. So I also include that in the yes. email so I can get your P.O. box, that kind of thing. So I can send you a book. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. Yeah, for sure. So I'm going to keep listening. I'm gonna get off off the camera so that I can fix some food, but I'll keep listening. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know. Glad to meet you, Miss Baby Powder. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasure to meet you as well, Sister Keto. <laughs> All right, peace. <laughs> I'm 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 amongst the, the the company of of queens and celebrities and. <laughs> mm. You are amongst the company of queens, definitely. We are all queens, goddesses, yes. That's why, I'm, I mean, don't take it offensive, sir, but you in the motherland where they understand that the queens are the mothers, and that's why they address her first, so you have to know your place. You two Americanized, where they said the man run the household. No, y'all pay, and y'all the protection, but we are it. <laughs> you come from these loins, sir. <laughs> I, I, I got rid of a lot of the um, and I never had that in me like thinking you no know, chauvinistic or whatnot. But here, no, is- you did not. Never. That's why I can laugh and joke with you, and that's why Mrs. Skurb is always understanding and there's no problems you know what I mean she didn't have to worry because she knows her husband is is a man and appreciative of women understanding of women and will not disrespect him or his household so I've always had that love for her you know and I know you've never been one to been like I'm the dominant man and you respect me as the man da 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 because a man is an action and you always carried yourself as one so you didn't have to put those words out there your actions showed that you know, like she said, you always spoke highly and you always put us out there and put black people out there. So that was one thing you've always done is not as a man or a woman, but as black people, you always uplifted us, just like she said, you know. So I can, you know, I can always joke with you that way because I know that's who you are. But, 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 the but I'm just like, it's like, man, I look back and I'm like. You know, when I started all this stuff, I didn't know what direction I was going in. Right. I just said, I'm going to be me, you know, and I developed over the years because maybe I had certain ideologies that were the same as they are now, but it was a little shifted because I had to go through more stuff and get it more defined. But it's like doing this every day and every day, every day. People don't know, (laughs) like I know, that you went through a lot, you know what I mean? from you expressing yourself and it was not just you watching yourself from spirits, but you actually had to watch over yourself from right. officials exactly. sneakily coming after you. And, and people would think that you were, you were 
conspiracy theory and panicking and trying to make more of you than who you are. And it's like, no, he's speaking truth and people want him to shut up. I, I, I noticed that from 2005. Okay. And there are many reasons for that. I won't even give them credit, but from then, it has nothing. To, I wasn't even, YouTube wasn't even in existence. No. YouTube in 2005 when I was going through stuff, I didn't get onto YouTube till like five years later. Right, because that was when you were doing, just drawing the drawings and stuff like that and posting them, remember? Yeah, I was writing and drawing, mm-hmm. writing, and that's what brought me the most flack. And I had put these, uh, I have friends of mine who are into, like, stuff online, right? They're not hackers, but they're like, they got them abilities. And they, mm-hmm. they, they put stuff on my site at the time, and it was all kind of organizations just watching. They can tell by the IP address. They couldn't tell the exact um, department of that particular Department of Defense and this and this and that, but it was them. It was right. almost like your street, but not seeing the numbers of your house. So you pretty right. much knew what it was. So that alerted me to that, but it never stopped me. Right. You know what I mean? And it got worse. It got worse. It got worse after when they came at me at corrections and said, well, you know, you're feeding inmates extra food. We have to let you go. Right. After an investigation, that's where you can find when, when I know who's bringing cocaine in, when I know who's taking inmates out to, for a nurse run dudes now mm-hmm. and, and, and having gay sex with them. Jobs <laughs> to the bean holes, all the stuff y'all know is going on. And you what watch y'all about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so there are times I would go home cause I was still bouncing in the clubs and I was getting paid during the investigation. They had to find something. Right. But they would get information on other people. Right? Other people that work there that I said, listen, if, if you want to go after them, you need to go and do an investigation on them. They thought that I was going to be like, oh, I'm scared. Yeah, I'm going to tell you what I know. <laughs> a lot up in there. I know a lot. Right. And there's some enemies that I knew a lot about and friends that I knew a lot about. I didn't, I didn't rat nobody. I knew. Right? They didn't mm-hmm. like that. Look, if you go back and Google Orange County uh, Corrections Department, I think it was in 2003 or 2004, some, somewhere in there, because I was here for a couple of years, there were guys in the area I was doing overtime with that, that they worked the rec crew. The rec crew, recreation crew, they don't do nothing except take guys from the cells in certain areas out to the yard. So they do, it's the most cushiest job you ever want. Or you right. just take cuffs, let them in the yard, sit down for the whole thing, and just whatever. So I, w- I would get a lot of overtime on that because the supervisor in that area loved me for telling stories. Like, man, we like you around, man. You're going to get all the overtime. So every day I was working 16 hours a day. I had to get up. I would work, you know, uh, late and then come in or stay. Then when I got to second shift, I'd come in early and go there. I got to know a lot of the guys. And one guy was there for so many years about to retire. White man. Wouldn't you know they busted him for the FBI was in there watching everybody. <laughs> They busted him, and his wife was a sergeant with OPD. Mm. But the investigation, so the FBI was all up in my backside, not looking at me, but because they had to look at me because I was working in the area. With their connection. Yeah. They never never came at me. They they got three officers out of there like that and put them in jail, 
right? Mm. So nobody. So you mean to tell me the next couple uh, of months it's going to be something just inside the facility? You going to come at me when FBI didn't check everything out about me? And then this to show you the this was before me with the I was already on the internet, but they knew I was clean. They did that, and now you know I'm working at the club. I was still coasting before I found other stuff to do, and I came and sort of, you know, I worked some other security jobs, and I came and drove for the bus company, right? So I'm coming home. This was on some old movie type stuff. I used to live right there on Texas Avenue above Americana. There was an apartment there, and I would come home late at night and hit <laughs> late at night. You know, I parked my car. I'm putting the key in the door. There were dudes, no lie. See, I don't talk about this stuff that much. They were over there taking pictures of me. And it was cameras. And I got a dude who had a connection with them dudes. And it was law enforcement. And it was, uh, what is it called? MBI, Metropolitan Bureau of, of Investigations. I don't care. I'm telling I'm an African now. <laughs> this be in the book. So this was a collection of maybe like eight or nine, I think it's 12 now. Different counties, all their law enforcement and they wanted to investigate me to see if I had any connection with the Black Panthers, Nation of Islam, 12 tribes, his Hebrew Israelites, you know, a five percenters. I'm from New York, man. I know people in all them groups growing up. All of them. Because right. I wrote about that stuff, and I was in the jail, and nobody gave me no problems. I'd sit and talk with the dudes who was, I hate to say inmates, I'd sit in there and talk with them. And just talk with them, and they love me and everything. And I'm not saying they love me, but I'm just saying they gave me respect. Like, yo, right. until tomorrow when we know you're off. I'm like, okay, cool, no problem. <laughs> so, so I come to find out that there are a lot of agencies just from the way I talked online. And so this is why I opened up more online to show that I'm human. So if something happened to me, you know I'm not, but I'm, I'm going to express myself. Mm -hmm. This is why I carried myself when I came into that job driving the bus because. There was funny stuff going on there too. Yeah. Cars, they pull up next to me taking pictures. It was always that way. Yeah. Always. And I can go deeper in that, but people can say, oh, you're lying. You just want to make it seem. No, it was not. That's the way it was. I won't even give up no names, people who told me stuff, but, you know, let me know certain things. And right. even coming up, you know, funny stuff has been happening. So, you know. <laughs> but you didn't help yourself when you had that big old scurve on the back of your window of your car. They knew who to, what car to go to after, sir. <laughs> I had the big logo, right? <laughs> okay. They knew that. They knew it was not. Yeah, this is his car right here. Just, you know, a little bit more in the in the gas site. You know but what I mean? <laughs> I was breaking with it. But see, it was Mr. Scurve driving that one more. I would get it. <laughs> in the parking lot, I would get it every now and then. Like, okay, you home? Because I said, okay, you drive the better car, and I'll take, I'll take the old one. And right. The old one from the house to, 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 to the base, to the yard. So that was more of a distraction. Because he would pull up on her too, looking to say, looking at her like, who is that's not that's not scurving there, right? Meanwhile, I'm the company and my little Toyota I had, <laughs> the old one, <laughs> didn't have no markings on. It. Did for a while, I took it off. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, how you gonna hide yourself? You going down this dark street and wondering why these people are following you? Uh, you got your name on the back of the car. They they can't lose you. <laughs> There's some folks who try to follow. There were some folks who were parked down the block and facing my way. Mm -hmm. I find dead squirrels, dead cats, dead birds on the lawn. Yeah, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. 
Then you made your house noticeable by the by the side, the marquee on it. Yeah, that one right there with the butterfly. Butterfly. <laughs> you know, it, it was crazy, right? Because there would be people on the bus that didn't know me. Uh-huh. They came from a different part of town. They'd be on the bus like, yo, come on over. And they'd be on speakerphone talking to somebody who was going over in my neighborhood. Uh-huh. Go down Silver Star, come up Hiawassee, turn left. Whatever. When you see that house with the butterfly, make another left. I'm like, yo, they talking about my house, but they didn't know it was right. my house. Right, your house was getting a landmark. <laughs> <laughs> it became a landmark. <laughs> I know they messed up now because before we sold it, we painted it all over again. You know? Yes, because even when I do the bus now, I'll be like, no, I don't even remember which one it was. Was it that one? No, it was the next street. Okay, never mind. <laughs> he ain't there no more. Never mind. Anyway, you know what I mean. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Yeah, but yeah, yeah been, been through a lot, and it's it's even more. That's only one tenth of the way in. It's even so more. So back back to to the, the line, the thing. It's one question I want to ask. Do you have enough people on your audience to ask a question? How many sure. people you got online right now? I see thirty six. There's a bunch of them in the chat room. Is thirty six was in chat room. Okay. Um give me your opinion on this this uh war. Yeah. Israel against the Palestinians. People do y'all really know? How many people are being supportive of Israel? How many people say, Oh yeah, we should send our American tax dollars over there to help these Israelites, these poor Israelites, and they they raping and pillaging their teenage people, their ch- children, and, and the babies is being blown up, and oh, mm-hmm. whoa, 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 whoa. Now, don't ever get it twisted. I'm a true cancer. I'm a cancer to the heart. I have that hard exterior, but it's all mush in the middle. I'm all soft. I'm all family. So mm-hmm. I'm never... Never condoning harm to children. I don't care what fight. It's going to be a family fight. The kids have nothing to do with it. You don't put kids in the middle of a fight. This Palestine war against Israelites is just the Palestinians finally standing up to Christopher Columbus. That's what y'all need to understand. Israelites don't even have a land. They have a religion. They don't have a land. They came into Palestine. 1948. Mm-hmm. I remember that because that's my mama's year. 1948 or so in that area. But it was mm-hmm. like 48 is when they took over that area that they took over. They came into those people's land. Christopher mm-hmm. Columbus came into America and said, oh, this is nice. I like it here. Yo, you got yo. They put the chairs up. They put their feet up like this and was like, yeah, oh, yeah, this is, oh, and then the the Israelites, was, I mean, the Palestinians were told, yeah, come over, come on, let us fix you a play. You're going to be here for a while. Come visit. They start talking. Next thing they know, some Israelites took over their house, honey. Mm -hmm. They took over their house and told them Palestinians, you go live on slave lane because they do have a street there. Black people living on slave lane. And that's how they know when you live on the poor street and in the poor area. That's where you come from. 
slave lane mm-hmm. in my house, in my neighborhood. You can't rename my do not fund them either. Right. It's not our fight. Exactly. Exactly. Because them Israelites went into that Palestinian people and took over their lane and took over their house and dictated to them what to do in their house. Mm -hmm. Just like the Vietnam War, just like Desert Storm, just like we have been in everybody's war when it's none of our business. Now, I and I'm and I never wanted to publicize this guy, but this is a guy called Mike Gallagher. He has a radio show. Mm-hmm. And if any of you listen to his radio show, I wanted to call so bad, but I didn't want to give him the publicity because, like they said, there's no such thing as bad publicity. But I will do it on the Lance Curve show today, baby. <laughs> he is such a Christian. He has raised all of this money to send over to the Israelites to play because the Palestinians is raping and beating these teenagers, teen and all the rest of this. You motherfucking Christians are still holding our black children as gator meat, gator bait in Florida. It wasn't nothing wrong then, right? You Bible thumping ass motherfuckers thought it was good when we y'all don't listen when we don't listen to Massa to beat us. But now it's wrong because the Palestinians is finally standing up to the Israelites after 70 plus years. It don't matter how long it takes a person to stand up to somebody that's abusing them. It's not right to take the abuse, period. When it, If it took them 75 years to stand up and get up off their knees and fight back, so what? It's finally them fighting back, but they ain't got nothing to do with us. So we need to stop sending our money over to us, to them when y'all still beating us right here and right now in our own fucking country. There you go. I live in Florida. And, and, and this is what made me want to call Mike Gallagher on his show. Mm-hmm. A couple of weeks ago, there was a guy in Maine. And mm-hmm. yeah, he did the massacre when all these Jews got shot. And he said on his show real proudly, if it was a black person, if it was a bunch of black kids, it would have been all over the news and da 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 da, just like the George Floyd and all the rest of this. Guess what? The only reason why those make the news is because you white people have beat him on somebody's camera. Other than that, y'all do that shit every day quietly and get away with it, Christians. <laughs> You, who, Bible something, I almost got to, got to, gotten, gotten. But baby, it's done every day. We had a, a black girl about two months ago, found hung, half-dressed in Central Florida. For real. Beat all up in her face. She committed suicide. Hung herself in the backyard of somebody's house. Really? Suicide? Suicide. By hanging? And she's half naked? You got this other black man in Jacksonville. Already writing his family. Already writing his friends. Telling his friends, hey, I'm worried. Because they're telling him to shut his mouth. 
and he's still talking. Found him beat all in his face. Mm. Hung in the back of his, in the plant of his workplace. Suicide. But we supposed to be so worried about some teenagers over in, in, in Palestine. When y'all raping and beating our teenagers every day still to this day. You still using our children as gator bait. And it's funny. But you just can't talk about it real loud because it's not perceived nicely anymore. Mm-hmm. Y'all still beating us. And I'm supposed to worry about somebody in another land. Sorry. We got somebody who just came on. Line is open, man. Oh, oh, respect to the sister, Miss Baby. Miss Baby Excuse Paula. Me? Yes, sir. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I'm, I'm, I heard that you were a grandmother. You look so young to be a grandmother. I don't know. Be <laughs> 22, baby. Stop it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, I don't mean to come like, uh, this, like be a distraction from the show, but I have a question for Lines. I have a question for Lines, if I could ask. You can um, ask. That gives me time to go get my fill my cup. You can handle it. Okay. Go ahead and ask. Yes. So I was watching the, on um, uh, on YouTube about this guy who murdered his who murdered his neighbor and his son's neighbor because he was making noise. Yeah. In Brooklyn. Yeah. So yeah. I really wanted to know what what your thoughts was. On that situation, you and Miss Baby Powder can answer. I mean, you know, I'll just, I'll, I'll kick back. Because he found out that you talking about the one where the landlord murdered them? Because he found out that they were Jews or something like that? No, it was like, like Haitians. It was Haitians, I think. And this guy oh, okay. went upstairs. Yeah, he went upstairs, and he, I guess the Haitian, the the um people was making too much noise, and this black guy went upstairs and he murdered, he murdered the um the man and his. And his stepson. I don't know if y'all heard about it before. Yeah, I saw it. I actually saw it on, on video. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I was just... You know, people, you don't know what's going to trigger them off right now. This is 2023, and this is not the 2023. Us as people who have lived a couple decades. I'm not saying if you're 20 years old, it don't count. But well, you, you haven't. Not, right, right. You haven't seen. I'm not saying you, brother. But I'm just saying if you're 20 years old, you have not seen the passage of time like somebody older. Now, I'm not saying the old thing or the age thing to say I'm better, I know more, but I'm not making an excuse for that, man. I'm just saying for everybody who has lived to a certain point and been through a lot of damage that you can get triggered. That's no excuse. That's unacceptable what he did. And, you know, if that's all it was, it wasn't anything more than that. He wasn't threatened. His life wasn't threatened. Why did he do that, right? Well, a lot of us are walking around now PTSD'd up, worn out, and on edge. And we're sucking from the wrong breast, the breast of the mainstream media, the breast of religion that does nothing for you, but you keep on going every single week for a bit of aerobic emotional euphoria that only lasts the six days until you need it the night before, and you're coming back in on a Sunday just to get over the things you did Saturday night, the freakish things you feel guilty about. So we're being drained emotionally, drained spiritually, mentally drained, money's diminished, working two and three jobs twice, three times as hard for, for little or nothing, and life has become hopeless. So now every little thing that somebody does is amplified because we don't have the spiritual depth 
We don't have the, 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 the mentality to understand that this is what we're going through now. And for some of us, and like you say, well, maybe, maybe he's not going through anything like that. He's not. The, what, it doesn't matter. It's the perception. Perception is reality. If you tell a person who's a little mentally off that there's no man behind him with a gun that you can't see, he's not going to believe you because in his mind he believes there's a man running behind him with a gun. So to talk to him, you got to act like you, oh, yeah, yeah, I see him, man, but he's over there tying his shoe. Come over here real quick. you gotta, you got to get into their mindset. And people are living more isolated now. We have more ways of communicating, text messaging, uh, FaceTime, WhatsApp, video calls. I was talking to a buddy of mine that I knew from 1969 when I was six years old and he was 10 years old. We talk all the time. I might be on here listening now. But so many of us are, are, are drained completely believing in this system, living this life, getting everything fed to us, and, and we're believing it. And we're drained. There's nothing left. So every little thing is going to trick us off. Exactly. Maybe not you, maybe not Miss Baby Powder, maybe not me. Sometimes I can get, you know, not like that. But you put a person under the right circumstances, they'll go off. And it, he may have been on the edge for something else. It may not have been that. I'm not making excuses. You shouldn't do that. What I'm saying is that there's a lot of situations that a lot of us are going to be put in that we're going to really be bedazzled at how we handled it. Because we don't have the emotional, spiritual, mental strength in the tank like we did. You ever drive a car with a busted gauge that says you have like a whole lot of gas and really you ran out and now you're stuck on the side of the road late because you got a bad reading? But we can't read these people with what's on the inside of them. Most people, and I'm going to say black people in America, most are under some kind of mental duress even when they have a smile on their face. Yes. Most of them, if it's a stranger, you're not going to tell your business, but, oh, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Of course, that's the way we do it. We're not going to tell strangers our inner circle. But a lot of us have people in our inner circle. We don't even talk to them. Now, I, I, the religion has messed us up, right? Yeah. But let's, religion was supposed to be or acts as though it's supposed to be where, oh, you can go there and bring your problems. What's the most thing that people, black people say? I ain't going there and tell my business because they're going to gossip. So they go into a church and they don't even believe in anything. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to purge themselves of the freakish just they did on Saturday night. Earlier today, you know, that's just, it's the guilt. And they can work that off, and now we're going to start back to freakishness one day, and it's going to, it's, it's going to peak on Saturday night, right before. You feel <laughs> so, 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 Mr. Lance, so, Mr. Lance, I have a question. So, yeah. if, if, do you think if the, his neighbors was white, white folks, like white folks, do you mm -hmm. think that the results, do you think that the results would have been the same? If he, if he had the same indoctrination, the same it wouldn't have been the same because a lot of black people still kiss white folks behind anything that look like it. You'd be Lebanese and come over here and look half white. And they, anything lighter, black folks got this disease, man. That's the way they are. White is right. Because you see, white folks know. They can walk down in a black neighborhood that's considered dangerous late at night and nothing's going to happen to them because that's the slave master. They have flesh. Mm -hmm. now, this is not me. I'm going I'm to paraphrase it. But that's the, that's the slave master. Their flesh is more valuable. You ever see a black man treat a black woman so bad and the next little white woman come around <laughs> and you hold the door for and wiping her feet and 
kissing the yes, behind. Yes, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yes, yes. <laughs> talk about. You know, I mean, I mean, and they'll have their black woman, but any white woman come around and they, like, like they single. I mean, and they'll do things to the dang old white woman in the bed they won't do to their sister. I know dudes that 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 got with white women and did things to the point where, let's put it this way, he didn't have to buy as much toilet paper for that month. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay, can I clock out now? <laughs> I'm not going to go there. Can I clock out now? And there's some sisters out here like that too, but with the black man, and I'm focusing on men, right? You know, it would have probably been different. He wouldn't have come up and did nothing like that. He would have sat there and took the noise that he thought was too loud. And that's in Brooklyn. That's all you got there is noise. When you live in an apartment, I don't care if you're landlord or not, you got noise. Walking over your head, noise, this, that. You're getting paid, you got to take it. Now, if it's out of hand, you can handle it. But you don't have to do that. Now what? Right. He's locked up now. Got to be right. He didn't kill himself. He's locked up. Feeling stupid because he reacted to something that was so big in his mind because he was. You can't tell me he wasn't already exhausted and ticked off at other stuff overall. Right. Maybe, you maybe, never know what's going to trigger somebody. You never know what that final straw is that's in that, that just, that little pin. You just don't know. And I've said that, you know, for many, many situations, you know. So that's why I was telling Kato, it's better just walk away from people. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like I said, their, their, their reparation is going to come. Their revenge right. is going to come. Just walk away. You know what I mean? Just walk away because it's going to come. You know, but we retaliate out of out of more so out of ego yeah. than well, anything. And then they said that, like, okay, Fetty said they said they said he got in like Haitians. Well, if he's a landlord, why are you renting to him then? You can't discriminate. But I'm saying, you in Brooklyn, man, you go see all the people from the Caribbean. Every island of the Caribbean has has you know, Brooklyn has every island up. I mean, the whole New York City, right? So yeah. I'm a, dude, dudes are weird these days. Especially, I'm going to throw this one in. It may not be it. I'm just going to be a little entertaining and tell, say something that's real. That dude was not 20 years old. He was a grown man. He looked kind of like stocky. He was heavy set, all in the gut. He, so he had to have some age on him. And there was a younger guy in there that got shot and whatever. But these dudes, they're so caught up. Let me tell you something. A lot of black men now these days got sexual hangups. And maybe he saw the younger dude on the side of the house peeing and he mad at him because he got a bigger dick than him. <laughs> dude, mad at stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. But you got to understand, Lance, when the last time you talked to somebody from Brooklyn? Oh, I'm always, I mean, I mean, I, 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 I know a lot of people. Brooklyn yeah. is so whitewashed now. I know, I know, yeah. Brooklyn, yeah. Harlem, baby. I went to Brooklyn, I went to New York about... About three, four, seven years ago, mm-hmm. baby walked around in Brooklyn. I was like, for real? <laughs> it looked like all of Brooklyn looked like uh, uh, which which part Gotti and I'm from? <laughs> they always like, no, they wasn't Italian. So it was all it was. I'm talking about in the projects, a lot of white people in Brooklyn. Yeah. You know what you I know mean? What? Things are tough now. Things are tough yeah. now. It, yeah. Is that were there, like they had the movie called Across 110th Street. And we knew up in Harlem, like, 
like uh, 110th Street began where the black people lived. Central right. Park, Central Street. Park ended on Huntington Street, right. Drivers did not want to drop you off. They weren't going to pick you black. If you were white, they didn't want to go to the drop off. They had to drop you. If you wanted to go to Harlem and you were white way back in the day, you better get dropped off on 110th Street. That's it. So, even though the movie was about something else, <laughs> in that way it was, was something that spoke on something that many people don't know. Now there's no more 100 across 110th Street. White folks go up there freely. And it's driving everything up because what are they going to do? Not go up there? That's just a quick train ride, convenient for them. They're going into Brooklyn. You see what I mean? Going down Flatbush Avenue, all these areas, whatnot. And guess what? They're pushing folks up. Higher taxes, they're making the condos. I checked the apartment that I was born into, right? When I was, when I was a child. And now they renovated it because I remember that apartment, right? Man, you can't pay. I forgot how much. Thousands and thousands, of, I mean, a month just to live there. Yep. So folks are under pressure. And again, I'm not making no excuse for that guy, but we don't know his hangups. These, these men these days, these brothers these days are so, see, and we're pressured because we know, and I'm not making excuses for people not being successful according to the worldly terms, but it's very hard right now. And yeah. I just finished somebody that, while I've never been a person to like, I have to have the latest fashion. I have to have, I've had luxury cars. My father gave me an old Mercedes Benz. I was so proud to drive around. I had trucks. I had cars. I had luxury. I had uh, standard trans vans. I've had so pickup trucks. You name it. Cars always, vehicles always came good to me. But I was never caught up in that, right? I was never caught up in having to be, oh, see, right now for me, and that's what I say, it's not that kind, it was never that kind of stress, but it's really not no kind of stress. Now, I throw my Crocs, my little T-shirt, whatever. You know, just like Rick James used to say, remember, um, I'm not saying it's egotistical, right? But Rick James, I'm Rick James, bitch, right? So right now, I don't have to have no jewelry. I, I throw the T, I, look, I've been wearing T-shirts down there ever since I came. I got little African cold stuff. But I, I'll say it this way. I'm Lance Skirt, bitch. Meaning that, not that big dude, but creatively, my id is in the creative thing, writing, drawing. I can immerse myself in this all the time, right? I earn that, and I work hard to get that, and I got the hell up out of there. So I can be myself. I can be the last skirt I want to be. So we all need to have something of our own that we do. It doesn't mean you have to have something online. I don't care if you change. All you do is just change brakes in the car real good. Or you do this good, or you're into this, be into something. What happened to black men that had hobbies? My life is, my hobby is my life. I love it. I do other things. But 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 there's no ego here with me. There's no pressure. Oh, I got to get that shirt. That's the new style. Oh, I got to get those shoes and whatever, whatever. I gave away 85% of my clothes before I even came out here. Mm. I went over to the Terry Street one night, took my stepson's pickup truck, Three closets worth of stuff and threw it in there. I'm not bringing all this stuff out here with me. It would have been too hot, even though it's Florida. So I left that behind. I stripped myself of all things, many things that many people didn't know. Nothing bad, but I just, I'm free. So when I get up, all I can do is shower, shave a little bit, throw on a T-shirt and walk. Nobody knows me. Hey, brother, how you doing? Hey, brother. I'm humble like that. You understand? So, Mr. Lyons. Yes, yes. Mr. Lyons, you talk about the pressure of living in the city, right? 
I'm thinking to myself, mm-hmm. why not get why not get out of the city? You know, go to Orlando, Florida. Orlando, Florida is beautiful. You know, why would you stay yeah, in, this, in the state? Why would you stay in the state? That's the most expensive state in the United States of America. Of course, where you think pressure and stress. Where you think Orlando, Florida? Wait, wait, wait. Where you think Orlando, Florida is beautiful from, hun? Where you get that image from? I just come from Orlando, Florida on vacation. Orlando is beautiful. That's where it was. You know what the slogan is? You know what the slogan is here? Come on vacation, leave on probation, baby. <laughs> That's TV that told you Orlando, Florida is beautiful. Don't get down in here in in in, in what we call what I call the gumbo. You know what gumbo is, right? Where they put everything in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I know what gumbo is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I drive a bus through there so many years and a well known and and work with the inmates there. Like I said, and I always say this before, that doing it like that when you go on vacation, not knocking you. I mean, you 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 that's your feeling. But I'm gonna tell you why. I'm not saying you're wrong, but just check it out. You put your hand on the hot stove real quick. You say, oh, "I felt the heat." Put your hand in the hot stove and keep it there. You're going to burn. You're going to burn, you, honey. <laughs> so you went to the parts. It was a tourist thing, and you went to Universal Disney, if you did. I don't know if you had family down there with that. But go on there and see what's going on down there. The crime, you know, it's off the chain. The folks are off the chain. A lot 20 of years, baby. 20 years, July 2nd, baby. Orlando, Florida. Miami is beautiful to me, but that's because I don't live there. And I can understand the mentality better than I can understand the mentality here in Lando, Florida. I went to Arizona for a week for a family reunion. Beautiful. But I got to come across a couple of people that, you know, not for nothing, y'all got a little familiar with me and you never saw me before a day in your life. Don't play with me like that. They they real up close and personal in your face. You don't know me. Don't play with me like that. You know what I mean? It's all beautiful on TV. Until you sit in the gumbo, honey, and, and feel how thick the stuff is. Yeah. So, so my bro- my brothers and sisters, my good brothers and sisters, are you all telling me the cost of living in Orlando, Florida, is the same as it is in New York City? Yes, honey. I mean, really? Yes. Yes. Okay. Not only, not only, and it, it is not like like you're saying that per comparison, because Orlando, Florida does not play you like New York City, but Orlando, Florida has one bedroom apartments for twelve hundred and fifty dollars. Yes. And you don't get paid like like the city. And you don't now, get paid to, to for York, compensation for that. New York, you get a piece of crap apartment for twenty five hundred, three thousand dollars. Piece of crap, built in roaches, built in rats. Built-in crime, <laughs> elevators and S or uh, elevators smelling like piss, crime all over the place. You know what I mean? So you're gonna compromise. Now you got apartments in 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 Manhattan proper in certain parts of Brooklyn. You pick the amount of thousands you want to pay. It's like that. And yeah. the way it's going now with the crime and the gangs and the stuff, it's a whole different spirit. I would not. I don't know how I that New York that I grew up in was very dangerous, but I was blessed because I had street smarts and know how to get around and had some close calls, but I could not do what I did back today the way I did back then because I used to hop on the train 11 o'clock at night and hang out in the city by myself sometime, 2, 3, 4 in the morning at 14, 15 years old. I, was right. I knew people all over the place, but I was daring. Where do you think I got so much stories? <laughs> that was common for me. I went to the High School of Art and Design on 57. A street in Second Avenue. After school, we right in Manhattan. 
My father had a business that took us all over, so from young I knew the streets. And I felt comfortable around them places because I knew people, different job sites that he would have. I'd get to know some of the kids here and there. So wherever I was in the city, I was always a place near a place where I can run if I got in trouble, which I never got in trouble. But there's that confidence, you know? So I, 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 I and it was dangerous back then. But there was more of a morale and code amongst the people who did certain things, certain things you don't do. Now you can get gang initiations, and this is anywhere in the country where they say, listen, you want to be part of this gang? Find you an old lady, offer the help with her bags, and blow her head off. You know what I mean? Like, that's what they do. Yeah. And it's ruthless now. They would look at me as an outsider. They might hear my voice and my accent and say, okay, these old and they really wouldn't mess with you. But who knows if they're going to do something on an initiation tip or just some old foolishness. They're going to rob you for $5 and kill you. You know what I mean? And as far as the rents and stuff go, I have n- new apartment buildings going up around me every day. Two, yeah, three-bedroom apartments. And, yes, they're paying, they're paying $1,500 in what is the equivalency of the Harlem of, uh, of right. Orlando. Right. I live right. in I live in the Harlem. Like when I when I say Harlem, I mean like the his, historical aspect of it. This is the historical part of Orlando where I live, and the apartments are two bedroom, three bedrooms, and the rooms are <laughs> this big. <laughs> mm-hmm. the rooms are this big, mm-hmm. and 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 you can hear everything your neighbor is doing, and <laughs> you know gunshots. <laughs> Every week, every day, the, there is police chase and roped off and this, that, and the next thing. <clears throat> but how they are upscaling it is because it's very it's central. It's um, you have access to all of the transportation. You have the illegally <laughs> erected uh, soccer stadium because you don't how you erect a soccer stadium dead center or. Uh, over top of a, a street of a historical landmark street, yeah, but terrible. you make it you you make the soccer stadium impede the traffic. That's you, it. And it was remember when Buddy Dyer, the mayor at the time, right? Excuse See? me, at the time, at the time, yeah, honey, he's running again. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. I've been here since 2003. I've never heard of another mayor. How many term How many terms yeah. do he get? Yes, he's running again. Well, you know, so yes, his wife and kids, but he's got his boyfriend too. You know, you know about his, that, right? Boyfriend. His what? <laughs> yeah, buddy, Dyer, buddy, Dyer ain't just messing around with his woman now. Well, you know, right. I got I got inside stuff over there because they used to do a lot of videotaping for a lot of low level politicians around there. So I heard and remember, I was buddies with a, a lot of the newspapers, low level newspapers there. I say low mm-hmm. level because major ones. They wouldn't. They knew me though. I used to write scathing articles about them people. And they'd come to yeah. me, write this, write this, and I'd write it because I didn't care. That damn Lance <laughs> again. They'd see me show up. I would go to little meetings, uh, community meetings, all the time. And they'd bring me over there, and they, they knew me. Mm-hmm. So I'd never get a breakout in Orlando. So, but, so, but, Miss Baby, so, Miss Baby Powder, you are, you're a former New Yorker, too, who went to Yeah, Miami I'm a former New Florida. Yorker. Yes, I am. Okay, so do you regret going to Florida or? I'm a New Yorker. You still a New Yorker? Blood and blood out. I'm a still I'm a still New Yorker, but I've been here 20 years and just look look. They tried to get me like my grandbabies. I'm in, in Chicago. I'm like mm-mm, I'm a Floridian now. 
<laughs> I claim this I claim this tropical weather, baby. I'm a Floridian. You want me to come to where? In the in the winter? I'm a Floridian. <laughs> but yes, I know I don't regret I never regret what I do. I find the the lesson in everything I do. It may not be what I was looking for, but I learned about or I learned what I received out of it. I've lived in many states in this United States. That's why I've come to realize, and I try to teach this to my family, <clears throat> don't let the government dictate to you where you where you going to live because the government is all over this United States. Mm -hmm. And what we have to understand and learn is that they are all in this together. There is no just the United States government. It's all of them. Mm -hmm. The United States government, the African parliament, the East European, all of them, they're all in it together. Mm -hmm. The queen was, the queen has died. And now you got all of these underneath dividing how they're going to run these, these con continents. They're all in it together. So you make the best of your square that you live on, wherever you're on. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. Yes. So, no, I don't regret living in Orlando because I grew up in New York as, in New York as a New Yorker, and I didn't want to raise my children. I would have raised my children there only because, like they say, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. I love... I love, like Lance said, in New York, you learn book smarts and street smarts. I was a spoiled child coming up, monetarily spoiled. My mother and dad, I was wearing uh, sneaker skates before they was popular. I was getting, I was, my mother has pictures of me three years old in minks. I was, you know, I grew up with money. I went to Catholic school almost all my life until I left my mother. So I got the book smarts, but my mother was also street. So I got the street smarts as well. So therefore I was able to adapt and adjust anywhere I went. So that's the only thing that I would love for my children to have learned because I rate my children lived in Florida longer than they lived anywhere in their life. And they walking around like this, such thugs and they so tough. And I'm like, get out of here, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> you come from your mother. You just, you just learn what your mother taught you. You know what I mean? Get out of here. You, you, you know nothing. I will hurt your body. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, it's they, they are they're sheltered. And my grandchildren are going to be my granddaughter, the oldest one. She's so tough. <laughs> I'm like, you so cute. <laughs> Stay your ass right up on the G, my so nobody hurts you. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're sheltered. And like Lance said, I wouldn't want to go back to New York now right. compared to what I grew up then because we grew up, I was a latchkey kid. I was on my own. I was home by myself at eight years old. You know, 
my mother was in the streets. I was with me and my sister, and we ran the streets. I went to school by myself. I walked down the street by myself. Now the kids walk down the streets by themselves. They got their phone. They they, they FaceTime and they look, ma, I'm safe. I'm da 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 da. Can't nobody did nobody abduct me, ma. You know they're checking in. The, the parents got the GPS on their phones the whole time to watch the kids. We didn't have GPS. We got on the bus. We got on the train. We did that. I went to do, like he said, he went from Brooklyn. I was all the way up in Harlem. My school was all the way downtown in, in midtown Manhattan. Mm -hmm. We did that. Our parents gave us the notes and went shopping. Take these food stamps and go get this food and go get this and bring back my, bring back my gin. <laughs> <laughs> And you better not crack, look, but my mother was bougie. I had to bring back Moet and Cavassier, and you better not crack my bottle. Oh, okay. You had to put that on there, huh? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I have a question. I have a question for the New Yorkers. It seemed like when when the, the New Yorkers moved, it seemed like y'all moved to Florida for some reason. What's, why do y'all go to Florida like like you all? What's, what's the connection? We are tired of the cold. We tired of the cold. We tired of trying to dig our car out of the snow in the winter time. We tired of trying to you know you know you, where did the car go? You know what I mean. And uh -huh. not only that. We make our money in New York. It's just like people that come here from a foreign country. They make their money in, they, in, in the United States and then go back to our country. We make our money in New York. We get older and then we move down to Florida and get, and you used to be able to get money more bang for your buck when you go to another state because you make money in New York. You do make money in New York and you're able to live in other places. You can move to Texas. You can move to Florida. You can move to the Carolinas. And you can get something good for your money. But I'm going to tell you, you something. I'm, I'm going to add one thing in. This is the deciding factor for me. Just like you um, said about wanting to get away from the cold and everything. There's other reasons, but like I told one of the guys, one of my supervisors in the jail, we were sitting around on a break talking. It wasn't a break. We were still in the cells. And uh, he said, hey, man, let me ask you something. What made you really come down here? This was part of the reason. This wasn't the whole reason, but you don't have to turn it into a joke. I said, man, I came down here first. It was wintertime. It was freezing up in New York. And I came down here and it was warm. I got mad. I said, wait a second. They didn't get to pay no heat bill. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we ain't got to pay Con Ed. <laughs> so what we got to pay Con Man, what? I got to heat to all of this? Pay all this money? Because in the wintertime, even back then, man, we had oil in the house, and then I, I turned it over to gas. But I had tenants, so I had to keep it going. I, I ripped the whole house out, man, and put the pink insulation in and did the whole place over, windows and everything, and it was still costing me. It was still costing mm -hmm. me back in the late 90s up until 2001 when I left, about $1,000 in the wintertime to keep that stuff going. I right. know, if I was in that house by myself, I'd get one room, heat it up, get up under them comforters, and and cut the heat off. <laughs> These houses are cheaper. These house, you got a little more yard space because you know if you um the houses were so close to the part of Queens I lived in, man, the people next door farted. It came in your house. Yeah, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous sold me on this. He told me I could get I could get tan lands in the winter too. Now. And then I came down here. I was like, he lied. 
He lied, but it's still it's still warmer than New York, so I'm good. I be you know November. I'm still walking around in tank tops, so I'm all right. I can do that. I have a thing about my neck. I don't I don't wear I don't just wear cleavage because I like it. I wear cleavage because I can't have nothing choking me on my neck. <laughs> That's a little my PTSD thing. <laughs> all my turtlenecks became cow necks. I used to be oh choking me. <laughs> so yeah, I, I came down here. I ain't got to wear them things no more. I'm good. I'm a, listen, when I got to button up my sweater, I'll be walking around with an attitude. Hold on now. What the hell? No, there's a girl and she, she was uh, well well um, endowed up top, and she said the same thing. I don't want to wear no turtle until I don't want nothing up around my neck. I, and I knew it real good. I would never disrespect that. I said, well, when you lay on that couch, them t- titties go up around your ears. It's going to be just like a dad going. <laughs> Oh man, it, hey, hey, it was it was awesome talking to you guys, man. I'll I'll come off and listen, but it was awesome talking to the New Yorkers. Big up to New Yorkers, man. You know, but I'm I'm out of here. Yes, yes. Respect to your brothers and sisters. <laughs> Peace and love. Ah, <laughs> uh, that was funny. <laughs> you know, I got a I got a funny grimy side. You know, I'm not like disrespectful, but if I know somebody, I can joke with it. I joke. You know what I mean. Plus, it adds to, you know, I've always been a comedian. Mm-hmm. Be real grimy with the comedy. So I always had this thing where, oh, no, no, no. I have to be, you know, but I'm going to probably make another channel or something and drop a few things here. Is that Sometimes I'm rolling. I'm on the phone with my friends. We're just talking and chatting and make it up. It's like, yo, you're crazy. You need to share this stuff. I, like, I go live and I'll choke up. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the grimy people? Where is my grime? Where is my audience? <laughs> Where is my husband? <laughs> I came on live to find my husband. Where is he? <laughs> Real. <laughs> so, like I said, I can't see in the chat. So, what? Is, I need some information to bounce off of. I need something to uh, respond to. Okay, let's just pop up some of these. Yeah, I noticed that they moved to Florida, LOL. Yeah. They stay in the same time zone, too. And it's the thing about Florida, right? Because you're like, it's just like Florida is just down the road. You know, and, and so you, you, you're still on the East Coast and and it's just... It's about, a, it's Florida's like, a road trip. Yeah, right. Florida's road, road trip. That's all it is. Well, the thing about it is, like they say, we going down south or we're going to Florida. Florida's never been considered down south. Where Florida is the retirement state for New Yorkers. Right, right. And uh, especially Miami, that's that ain't nothing but New Yorkers. <laughs> you know, we we retired from New York. We got money, and Miami was nothing. Now Miami, oh shit! And he talking about being able to live. You need a job when you go to Miami because the one bedroom condos in Miami is like. Three thousand dollars a month, easy, and that's the bummy, slummy ones. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. here, like I said, um, my like my mortgage is just under fifteen. I got a three bedroom, but I live down almost what they call downtown now. I'm I'm in the mm-hmm. I'm in the expanded downtown area, but my that's mortgage a- is cheap. <laughs> but, but the price is going to go up. The prices is ridiculous. Look, gas, I found a gas. I go on the app, and I found gas for $3.64. Why, I hurried up 
<laughs> 16 miles away from my house and hurried up and filled up my tank instead of, and they, everybody's like, well, if you drive there, you wasting the gas. No, baby, not when you fill the tank up because living the gas by my house is $4.09. This is $3.69. I filled up my tank. I ain't seen $3.69 in over a year. Remember, I filled you know, up my tank, thought I was doing something. Back in 2001, it was 99 cents. Hello. Hello. You was feeling, you was, listen, and, 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 and for everybody, see, and I keep saying Trump, but don't get me wrong. I am not, I am not for Trump, just like I wasn't for Obama. They are both the same bird. It's a right wing and a left wing, but it's the same bird. Right. Y'all got to understand, Obama's just as dirty as Trump. No doubt. Obama's just as dirty as the Bushes. Mm-hmm. Reagan's. Clinton was, which was my last man. I voted last vote was Clinton. <laughs> but his child, blood, thirst, eating wife, I would have voted, voted for her if I had not done my own research. Right. Hillary. But they're all the same. So I keep saying Trump, Trump, Trump. Trump is just a person like us, Lance. Why could we say he's wrong if we like to speak up and say what we feel? He does the same thing. He is he is racist. He's a racist against black broke people. That's just like you. Why would you who who of us that make a little bit of money? I bring home over about a a a I'm a thousand there every payday. I'm a, <laughs> I'll be like, look at me, balling. <laughs> I'm not hanging out with them people on Terry Street that you gave your clothes to at I the know, end of the week. Right. And that's who we are to the equivalency of a Trump. Trump and, right. and what I do like about Trump, he don't like hanging out with broke people. And what he do is, I'm going I'm to establish a business to try to help you to get some money. You going to get me some money? I'm going to help you get you some money so you can talk to me tomorrow because uh, I ain't talking <laughs> to you while you broke. <laughs> <laughs> Which one y'all think Obama was the greatest? Who you think Obama gonna sit down next to and sit at the table if it ain't political time for him to get voted for? He ain't coming to sit next to you. He ain't coming to shake your hand. He just as racist against you as Trump is, sweetheart. It is the rate, the money, the with, the have against the have nots. So my back to what I was saying was Trump told y'all, <laughs> get me out of office and enjoy your five dollar gas. Mm, what did he lie about? Where did he lie? Y'all, people don't like him, or America don't like him because he was exposing the dirtier ones. He said, I play dirty games. I don't play those dirty games. That's what he said. Or that's who he is, rather. You know, he he. they play them games. They do certain things. And Trump go, yeah. Dude, y'all gotta understand. He's a billionaire frat boy. He was a he was he was grew up billionaire playing the game, doing what he wanted to do, and giving people hush money to shut the fuck up if they didn't like what he did. Name a political person that don't. That's how they live. Name a, a not even a political person, a rich person that don't. That's how they live. They do what they want to do. If you don't like what they did, they give you hush money till you shut up and go away. Period. Period. Wow. 
That's right, though. There's no rich person that's going to hobnob, hee-haw, conversate with the homeless person up underneath the bridge. And that's who we are, the equivalency to these political people. The political people in office understand that we're not supposed to be paying their salary the way we do which means the tax money, the senators, the congressmen, and all of those that keep getting their money no matter when they retire, their shit don't change. You go on your work, you go on sick time, and you lose your money. You go on vacation, and you lose money. They don't. They retire. They get the same pay. They don't. Term limits means what? I just said I can't, I moved to Florida in 2003. Buddy Dyer is the only mayor name I know. <laughs> That's true, though. Remember, it ain't remember, making dollars because we ain't even got sense yet. Remember when he was locked up? No, no, no. Under investigation. No, no. They brought him down and booked him. Oh, they did. And they, and they took, but they kind of washed that off the internet. Right. Yeah. 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 They it off. yeah. But it was like real quick. Oh, I knew about the investigation. I didn't know he got locked up. Well, he got locked up, but it wasn't. He didn't have to change his suit. They just, it was a formality. Walked him in, walked him out. Period. And that's what I keep trying to tell these people that be running for the president of the, of the, of our, um, union. It's a political thing. You don't go in, you go in and you get questioned and they write your name. It's a formality. You don't stay there. You don't stay there. But people got to stop believing so much. And what these people say, they say what they need you to hear to give them your your check mark on the paper, because when they come forward as the running person, they already decided who was going to win, regardless of what you check. Mm -hmm. That's why they keep talking about Florida stole the stole the uh, what was it, the Reagans or the Bushes? Which one did they steal first? We, they steal the elections. That's why Trump was exposing them. <laughs> y'all know how didn't y'all didn't, he he won. It's the electorals against the uh, the colleges and all the rest of that. Well, if my vote counts, you're supposed to go by the numbers, not the electorals. You're supposed to go by individual counts. You can't tell me. And then they go to the other thing. Oh, if it's not a far enough spread then we got to recount. Bitch, if I won by one, I won. That's a W. <laughs> if it's 68 to 69, 69 wins. Um, what are you talking about? I got the, I got the majority vote. That ain't, that's what it, ain't that what y'all been trying to convince me all my life? Majority win? That's what people think, though. That's what I'm saying. That's what they want us to think. That is not how it happens. When they get that man and they say, so-and-so is going to run, the one that you see on TV at the most, that's the one who already won. He won back in June. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm early voting in October, bitch. You go ahead. <laughs> you know how much the gas is cost to take you to the, to the voting station? <laughs> <laughs> Waste my damn time. My gas money. I could be on the Lance Kerr show. 
Uh, you got me taking you to the voting voting polls. <laughs> what a campaign it would be if if, if you ran. You know what's funny? I wanted to run. I thought about running only because, like I said, no terms and, you know, I could get into Congress and I, I ain't talking about changing nothing because I know they ain't going to let me do no more than what they let me do. I was looking for the retirement money. But I said if I ever ran for any kind of political office, they're going to dig up so much dirt on my parents. Like, but that wasn't me. That was them. And that's why I'm running, because I am you. <laughs> Let me fight for you, people. I am you. But you know, I threw my own mud, because I know that's what they would do. Wasn't her mother a this and a that and a this and a that? And wasn't her father part of this and that? My father got written up in Fed Magazine three times before he got, before he died. Wow. How y'all gonna use that against me? I didn't even know that man until I was 20 years old. Two years ago. Anyway. <laughs> You're flipping on me now, right? You're running with it. <laughs> but, it's, you know, that's what they would do, no matter what. It's like, what's your background? This is guy on, um, he's on the clubhouse. He's from Texas. And I have heard so much negativity about him before I even heard of him because it was stuff I was looking at. You know, you ever heard of the thing where they do in the community where we're trying to buy communities and make our own houses together? That is the next thing. Well, this particular person was supposed to have taken money. And this is what's wrong with us as black people. We start trusting each other. And then next thing you know, it's a scam. You know what I mean? Well, this same particular man He's running for president. Wow. So, and I asked the question, who are you? You're running for president. Who are you and why should I vote for you? Why do I need to come out of my zone where I don't even vote? Now I'm going to go register again and put my, take my time to put the check mark on the ballot under your name. Who are you? The best he could tell me is, He's going to make every black family in America get a $5,000 check every month. <laughs> For the average black family or black person, that sounds great. They're going to vote for you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. My question is, how are you going to make that happen? How, how are you going to ensure that? It's a whole lot of stuff he has to do. Okay. Black folks love to scam each other, and that's what's wrong with us. And that's why we will stay behind, because we don't know how to get together and unify and move forward. We're so busy scamming each other for the today's come up instead of elevating each other for tomorrow's benefits. Long haul. Again, that goes back to the the thing where I said about the con. Now, white people con. They are the masters of the con. But they <laughs> con to win for generational wealth. We con to win for tomorrow's T-bone dinner. We eating yep. steak tomorrow. Yeah, but three days. Next week, we eating spam again. Because we mm-hmm. done ate the steak and, and partied. 
Government cheese. Okay. Well, I'll get that big block of cheese now. Now, I ain't going to knock the big block of cheese because, you know, that made the best macaroni cheese. Stop playing with it. (laughs) But I'm clogging up all my arteries, baby. I'm Mm -hmm. not living for tomorrow. I'm living for right now. The white folks, they going to die right now, but they going to make sure their great-great-grandchildren is comfortable. And it's generational wealth. We live for today. We 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 scam we con and scam the broke people. Why are you scamming and conning me? My fucking bank account is already in the negative. What are you getting from me? I'm broke. Why are you not going to the Trumps? Why are you not going to the to the Rockefellers? Why are you not going to the Buffets? And scamming them. Get you some money. I ain't telling you not to be a con. I'm not telling you not to scam. But get something. Really? You scamming so you can pay your rent next week? Honey, you supposed to scam so you can buy your house. <laughs> Cash. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Do better. Please, black people. Do better. Ooh, honey, I just started. Anyway, I need to talk about something dirty. <laughs> talk dirty to me, y'all. <laughs> oh, I was talking dirty, huh? We were talking political, right? That is dirty. <laughs> I love the time when it's not dirty. <laughs> but anyway, so mm-hmm. what's our next subject, people? How are y'all? How are y'all enjoying the show? That's what I want to know. How are y'all enjoying tonight's all they over topic? In the house, they always gonna love it. <laughs> you ain't gonna ask that. You already know I the do. answer. I do. I need to know. I need to know. I need. Don't waste my time. I need to know y'all enjoying this. Cause uh, if I'm if I'm not, I'm gonna get off and go take a shit. That's my favorite time. To, sitting on the to- sitting on the toilet. But you ain't got to ask that. That's like a woman putting it on her man. So my baby, is it still good? Did you come? Look, did you come? Listen, I'm so horrible. I'm so, listen. Yeah, that's that subject. There we go. Come on, y'all. Because that's that subject. I told my friend the other day, I said, I'm going home to make me a drink. I got both roses. I got one with the tongue, one without the tongue. I got two stimulus. Baby, (laughs) I'm going to get mine. Be like this. Did you get yours? You didn't? (laughs) Sucks to be you. (laughs) Look, I'll be back in 10 minutes because I'm still hungry. (laughs) You know, Aretha Franklin knew all about that. Hmm. (laughs) Okay. Yes, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Back to Rose, but I did not know she passed. I I did that when you was talking to somebody else that came back across. I don't know if you had caught my face, but I was like, I did not know that lady had passed. Yeah, well, you know what? You know she she, what she did to me. I know that. Yeah, I thought she was one of your people, right? Mm -hmm. Well, she was cool with me at first. Then she was telling everybody else back. Yeah, I got uh-huh. Yeah, he put it on me last night. What the hell? She was telling everybody that. I was, nice, I was nice to this lady. You know what I mean? But 
So then one day, she was trying to get me. I forgot what she was coming from the other hospital, not um, RMC, um, the other one there, a Florida hospital, because you know she worked in two places. Right. At this particular bid, I was doing a 10, 15, 21, and she was coming down at 10.35. And you know, I she couldn't call and have me hold up because I wasn't the last bus. Right. The last one out of can get called and wait within reason. Right. She was calling. The driver was a rookie. He didn't know. So he trying to call and whatever, whatever. And I'd pull out because me, me and her were already enemies. So I'd pull out because I had to, because I had people who were working at Universal who had to be there on time. Exactly. Exactly. That's the same thing I say. I'm holding for one person to make 15 other people late. Exactly. Okay, that makes sense to that for me. Yeah, that long behind route, you know, Mm -hmm. she would get mad. So the next morning, she gets on, because this has been going on for a while, little things, just mumbling and all that stuff, because she was busted with that talk. You know, we already had half of them a little. What's the what's the? And I'm calling names tonight. Um, Tawana, remember her? Oh, yeah, we talked about that before. Walking up on her tippy toes. Remember half her taller one. Tawana. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Tawana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she used to work over there by um Sea World, but she worked like four hours. Yeah, live with a mom. Mm-hmm. And she she was. I'm just gonna say a blunt y'all. He's giving head to any bus driver who wanted it. But but she is a little she's she's a little slow. Right. Mm-hmm. So she if if they told her they liked her, she believed it. So that was I put that on the drivers, not on her, because mm-hmm. she's 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 a little touched, and they took advantage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Plus, I, I was out. taking advantage of trying to get them SeaWorld tickets. <laughs> Baby, give me the SeaWorld tickets. But I paid her. So, you know what I mean? But them men drivers, how many times she, uh, she pregnant and girl, they don't, mm. that's why I'm like, dirty ass motherfuckers, you know, they touch whatever. She accused me of, of give, getting her pregnant. I didn't even as yeah. much as bump into her. You know, she accused me with that. I didn't know she accused you was one of them, but you know, but a lot of them bus drivers. That's what I'm saying. Every time you turn around, somebody else done got her pregnant. But if them drivers wasn't touching her, they know she's slow. Stop playing. Stop playing. I don't. I don't. I don't. That's not her fault. That's them. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. Down here hungry every time. Going off mm-hmm. one day. She got on my because she was trying to be cool with me. I didn't know she was slow. I figured it out. Mm-hmm. A lot of folks know me on the bus. We talk and laugh, and she put herself in the conversation and talk with these. I couldn't stop her. So one day I'm coming down to Washington Shores. This was high up in the daytime. I think that wasn't 319, but it was 21. So I walk over to Washington Shores over there where you go down in the hall by the barbershop, and you go to the back and use the restroom. <clears throat> so I shut the bus down. There are passengers on there. So I walk over there. And I had to go way to the back, open up this latch, go in the bathroom. It was so far in the back, you just pushed the door in. Who pushed the door in and tried to come in there with me with her titty hanging out? Her. <laughs> what are you doing? You <laughs> And there's always some dude, hey, I see what's going on, man. Yo, what up, man? Uh- <laughs> I ran out of there. I ran out of there. I ran. I literally ran. I ran, ran to the bus, 
I pulled off like two minutes hot and just drove slowly for the next time point. I got out of there. Mm-hmm. She was determined to get me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> Did, I, ever see about the stalker? That 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 every every three four years he'd pop up, and there was this lady. The first time it happened, I was downtown. Of course, I was on the twenty one. And this woman stood in front of the door. I'm sitting there ready to pull off in five minutes. And I was drawing this picture, you know. I'm waiting. Everybody else is getting on, standing out there like three, four feet away. So people still getting on. But she's standing, staring, staring straight. She had these dark shades on. She had this pants suit on. And she was very well built. It was tight, a little tight, though. I see it. I wasn't looking at it. I was like, okay, she's well built. She's kind of, you know, had a little name tag or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then it was time to go. So I was like, do, 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 do. Let's do bust up, up, bust up. Go pop the brake, put it in gear. And I looked at it like, you ain't getting on? So she got on and she swiped the car and she went right to the back. So now I'm easing off, creeping out of there because like, you can't go no faster than five miles an hour. I'm creeping out of there. All of a sudden, oh, oh, he act like he don't know me now. He acts like he don't know me now. So I'm like, everybody's quiet. I'm driving. And so she's like, huh? He didn't say that when I had his, my, had his dick in my mouth. I was like, I was in shock. I was like, so I said, okay, one more time. I don't know who she's, who she's talking about. Oh. He has, I bought him a whole new wardrobe. So when his wife is, is, is cursing him out and treating him so bad, I always give him the love and the food. And he has his clothes. He has uniforms. He has uniforms. Who's she, who's she talking about? I don't know this lady. Yeah. <laughs> Bus drivers are something else. They take you home and make you do all freakishness with them. And they tell you they love you because they want that from you. And they don't know you in the street. Then she saw like, uh-huh. And getting explicit with what she was saying. <clears throat> I didn't know she was directing it to me. I said, excuse me, ma'am, you got to keep that profanity down. We got youngsters on the bus. We got folks who are coming home from work. They don't want to hear that kind of language. They didn't pay their fare to hear that. Show some respect. Oh, you motherfucker. Oh, you didn't say that last night. Yeah. We were 69 and I had my ass in your face. You were licking it up and loving it. I said, okay, that's enough. So now... <laughs> they gonna side with her, and one dude is always that dude that always wanna believe something against the bus driver. Bus driver, why you do that to that woman? Wait, what? <laughs> she didn't like. Yeah, and she kept going. It got more and more pro- more profanity, whatever. He's uh, a freak, and I'm a freak too, and he loves me, and that's why I'm never gonna leave my lonely. I love him so much. I just made him flip it out. So I turn, get off. And I'm pulling up by the front of a uh, you know the station. I stayed in that right lane, and I turned right back inside. Because <laughs> she was not going to ride my bus and get away from where the, you know the cops and the security down there. So right. I told her, this is the job now, so I can do this. I said, "Listen, you need to come over here." Because the cops that were down there they didn't dig me too tough anyway. I said, "You need to come over here." I pulled right in front of where the supervisor saw. She slipped off the back of the bus, but she was gone. So now, about four years go by, and I see this woman in this uh, the tights, the bodysuit, like she worked out. She had a bike, pulled down, 
that woman again. And so now she had the bike on the front. And then she stood like she wasn't going to get on. So I was in the 21 slot. I, I kind of thought that might be her, but it's been four years. So I'm like, this woman's trying to get me to say something to her because they, they do that. They put themselves in your way when you're right. driving you in the public. So I told the dude that was riding with, with me, I said, listen, that's that lady. That's her bike. I knew that was her bike. She needs to get on. So she wanted me to say it. She didn't say nothing. So I pulled out. And I went in the 40 lane right in front of me. Then she came and ran. Oh, what are you leaving me now? Oh, oh, yeah. When you were at my place last I said, that's that lady. About four <laughs> years. She got up and was crying and said all this sexual stuff. And yeah, he's going to come over tonight. He's going to use me. He's going to, he's going to pump and dump. Yes, yes, he's going. And there was some next man on on the bus after, and she rode all the way down past Valencia College right before we turned to go down that road to go to Walmart. And she got off right there. Then this next dude, this next dude got on. This is a weirdo. You, if you see him, you'll know him. I forgot his name. Big dude, like he used to play football. He's an older dude. He's about my age, and he's always lying. But he's always got some business prospect. Hey, uh, <laughs> the money's rolling in. Yeah, I just got involved with this thing, man. Yeah, man, it's real good. He, the fake smile, weirdo. One day, and he was always dressed. He had a suit on one day, and he ran down that same street. Before I turned to go down to Walmart on the 21 on the outbound, he was running down the street. This is a big dude. Not big and fat, but he's got right. fat on him. Like you said, football type body. And running, hey, 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 Lance. So I picked him up on the corner where you're not supposed to do, but I picked him up. Can I ride with you? He was looking up at the sky. He kept looking up at the sky. This dude freaked me out. He really was off this time. So he got on. He says, hold on, man. I, I'm going to ride with you, all right? He kept looking out the window like up in the sky. So I said, yo, what's up with you, man? Oh, man. A long story, man. I, I'm going to tell you because I, I'm probably not going to live after this today. I said, no, what's going to kill you? Yeah. Uh-huh. Listen, you, you may not believe me, right? But, um, you know, I'm involved in a lot of things. I was involved in a lot of governmental things. I was never a politician, but I was always rubbing the elbows of politicians and, you know, working for our people, you know, because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a kind of guy, you know, enterprising, businessman. Business, you ain't no businessman, right? But anyway, I'm not saying because you're a black man, he ain't no businessman, but something was wrong with this dude this day. He kept right. looking this guy like leaning down in the seat like almost putting his head on the seat so he can look up I said yo what is up with you looking up in the sky well yeah okay I'm gonna tell you I'm in love man I've been in love with this woman for a long time she's a very powerful woman in the United States I said tell me who it is man you ain't gonna believe me man I said come on man tell me like I'm not believing him but I wanna hear what he gotta say right right you like the story, so they keep making your day go by fast. <laughs> right? So, man, I've been having an affair with Michelle Obama for the last, for the last, for the last about 10 years, man, long before they even knew who the Obamas were, man. You know, we were digging each other, man. We met at the political thing, whatever. She was checking me out. You know, the husband's there and everything, but she wasn't paying him no mind. She was making eyes at me, man, and. You know, she kind of motioned that she was going to go to the restroom or something. So I left out of there, too. You know, 
And uh, she talked to me. She said, well, what's your name, man? I, I'm feeling you. <laughs> I'm like, Michelle Obama, right? So <laughs> she gave me the number. She said, you know, only call this number from certain phones because, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So, and I wish I was on camera, but I got to set everything up too long. It would be too much. I would have to do the most and whatnot. So he said that Michelle Obama had it for him so much that he sent an invisible craft, a helicopter, over <laughs> that he would get on and, and the helicopter and Secret Service would fly him down to Washington. And if Obama, the husband, was he could be in the White House, but he was going up in the White House, White House and nailing Michelle Obama because she just had to have him. Right. I remember you telling me about this before. Yeah. <laughs> I remember this story. <laughs> so um, he was like, yeah, man, you know, see, over there by a uh, supermarket, or will you pick me up? That open field? There was a That's crab where they right drop. There. there was a crab, but it's invisible. It's a helicopter. That's why when I was walking over, I had to bend down because I don't want the blades to hit me in the head. And there's another one over there by, um, God. It's over there on 21 Returns. Oh, God. There's an open lot a block away from uh, uh, John Young Parkway on that street when it's on the inbound before it gets on. Um, oh, I forgot the street. Before it goes to the church, Church Hill Street, oh, behind after John Young, like you said, yeah. It's <laughs> the open field for the church <laughs> by the I-4. Yeah, yeah. He's like, man, I can't take this no more, man, because this time I know I'm going to die. Because this morning when I was leaving the White House, you see, because Michelle, you know, she got them on lock. Certain Secret Service guys, when I'm leaving out, they don't tackle me because they know what's going on to keep the peace, right? So he said, I, I, I knew when I was walking up the White House, and um, some eyes were on my back. I looked up at the window, and it was Barack Obama. And he took his finger and did it like when you slice the neck, like you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> These people don't know about the stories that we hear on these buses with these people. It's like, yes, I used to let them talk. I'm like, yes, you make my day go by faster. You know what I mean? Then they be like, when are you going to let me take you to take you to dinner? Bitch, you riding the bus, number one. Number two, you asked me for a courtesy ride because you couldn't afford the bus fare. Where are you going to take me to dinner at? <laughs> where, where are you going to take me to dinner? Come on now. If you're riding the bus, that means I'm coming to get you. I'm taking you. Girls, girls, deaf guys, they were deaf. And he, um, he I told he, you that was one of my besties. One of he, he and I was laughing at that the other day because this dude, you you know me, I was the eight. This dude used to actually put the paper in my face while I'm driving. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you covering my face while I'm driving for me to read a note. And I'm driving. The bus is moving. He couldn't hear me yelling at him. There's a white, there's a white girl that looked just like Jughead for Scooby Doo. Just like Jughead, deaf mute girls, right? And she came on. I ain't making fun of her because you know sometimes they can make a little noise. Yeah. So she uh, 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 looked. Mm-hmm. She had wrote something down, and she handed me the paper, and she's like, she said in the paper, "I like you." At the end of the bus route, I want to make you feel good. I said, what is this? Oh, oh, oh. And she did the blowjob motion. Right. Man, I gave it a meanest stare. You ain't going to start no rumors on me like that other one. <laughs> me so, girl. 
Mm. And how about how about oh God, I don't even want to say her name. I mean she she's listened to the show, but she ain't listened to all of them. I do too many shows that listen. Um, God, what was her name? She used to walk around in a long T-shirt. She was chubby. I used to wear slippers all the time with the socks. And sometimes the slippers had that little part that parts the big toe with the rest of the four toes, make you look like a, like you got pig feet. But the socks was always dirty. Um, what was her name? And she she lived. Where did she live? She lived somewhere around Washington Shores or something like that. But every mm-hmm. time she'd come around me, she'd come around me with this long face. And it, it was, I was scared. She'd come around, hey, how you doing? Because she'd ride. She'd ride around with some of the drivers. And sometimes she'd ride around with me, but there was nothing going on. So every time I see her, somebody hit Don't her. Don't make me say her name. Did she, no. she look, look like a boy? Yeah. <laughs> she listened to your show a lot, you said? Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I used to tell that bitch, don't get fame on my name, because she used to tell everybody I I didn't like her, which I didn't. But she even t- this is the thing about her. I used to tell the drivers all the time, be careful the company you keep, because every time she get an attitude with somebody, all of a sudden they raped her. Yes, yes, yes. I, I know you talk. I know you talking about. I'm not gonna say her name, and I hope she's listening tonight, because she got a new friend. Oh my God. They got her, got, but no, they got her okay, and she stays away from the bus station. She hasn't been in the bus station, I want to say, for the last five years. Wow. Yeah, because she was, yeah. when I left, she was staying away. Yeah. That was early 2019, yeah. So. And she had one, the one guy that saw her wearing, her, wearing jean skirts? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Are we talking about the same person? Yes, we are. Yeah. <laughs> I hope she is listening tonight. <laughs> but she was such another one with the stories with all the lies mm-hmm. you know what I mean all the lies and she I used to tell like I told one driver for real when she was walking walking because you already know I don't bite my tongue she was walking mm-hmm. by me and he was messing with her and she had already you know said it about three four drivers so it was one driver that was I was cool with and I'm like be careful of the company you keep you know, right. and he was like talking to me, and I'm like, no, because every time she get a problem with somebody, you know, they raped her. So be careful the company you keep. And um, she called herself, oh, she just mad because her man want me and this that and the next thing. She's delusional. Right. I mean, she's not a delusional. She's just a liar. She's just a liar. For a nickname for we used to call her Big Funky. <laughs> She's just a liar. <laughs> she was just a liar. She was delusional. That bitch was very aware of what she was doing and what she was saying. She's just a liar. Groupie <laughs> for bus drivers. When I was doing the three nineteen, the first time, first time I was doing it, and I didn't know it. I, I was supposed to know it, but I didn't. The turns, I didn't know it. I knew the 21, but I was like, okay, I got the 319 with this. They used to, they used to have them together. And so yeah. she wrote, and then I had to get the code on coming down. She and she knew them all. She knew all the codes on the old buses. That's how I met her, because she came riding with me one day, and she was going to the floor of the mall. So I must have been doing the four, because I, I did the eight, too. You want me to buy with you? You want some company? Sure. Okay, fine. Because she was helping... 
the passengers that was having a hard time putting their money in, she would help them. She was helping me with my clothes. She was telling me about some other stuff. And I'm like, okay, sure, fine. Plus, she used to sell me her stamps. And I'm like, okay, fine. You know what I mean? And one day she called me in the middle of the night, like 1 o'clock in the morning, and just, hey. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? And she's like, nothing. I'm just bored. I'm like, okay. She might have been trying to, like, you know, lick, lick a little and, and then I'm sitting there, and I'm like, hello? Hey. Yeah, she, I mean, she knows, but she's just sat on the phone. It's like, I promise you, it's like 1 o'clock in the morning. And I'm I'm just bored. I'm like, okay. And I'm waiting for her to say something. And mm-hmm. we just sit there and breathe, like I said, then 10, 15 seconds, long time. Okay, boom. And and I'm like, hello? She's like, hello? I'm like, what's going on? Oh, nothing. I didn't want nothing. I'm just bored. Okay. You said that. Okay. So I'm waiting again for her to talk. So by the third hello, I'm like, look, you called me and you told me you just bored, but you ain't saying shit. What the fuck you calling my phone for? You know what I mean? So after that, I, was just, I just look. Bye. Get off my phone. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, she, of course, she had a couple of episodes with drivers. And she, one episode she had with an ex that I played with. And mm-hmm. now I'm jealous and I'm this, that, next thing. And I'm like, you little man looking like bitch. Jealous of what? Yeah, yeah. You, you're a man. <laughs> And it's not, you know, come on now. Uh, do you want company? No, I don't go that way. <laughs> not at all. Not at there, all. There's a couple of women there, you know, that, that, you know, she didn't say it, but you can see. Right. And, right. And, she didn't say it, but if you paid attention, no, not at all. Right. Right. There's one time <laughs> I hit her. She's riding and playing dumb. I said, listen, you ride, you know, all these drivers and, and she took it from me though. Like she didn't get mad at me, like to say I'm gonna make something up, because she never made anything up about me and her. Right. I said, how many? I said how many between you know I have a way of getting it out of people. I said listen between you and me, you ain't fooling me now. Said, how many of these drivers you been screwing? So she so she smirked. Only two. I was like get the hell out of here. I've been here all these years, and I see you up and down bringing lunch here and there, driving people's cars, bringing Thank you. The- Come on Thank now. Thank you. Cars? You got their cars? Come on. Driving their cars. They're, you're fucking them. <laughs> right. If give you're you not a- fucking them, you're at least sucking their dick. Mm. <laughs> no, ma'am. Get out of my face. <laughs> she, 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 baby, let me tell you. <laughs> With that one, and I, again, like I said, I hope she's listening tonight because I ain't never said shit to the chick. Except, you know, she, she, like I said, she called herself telling a supervisor on me because I suppose that left her. I forgot what it was, but I know she was riding with my ex and then she came and sat down and then they sat on my lap. I'm like, bitch, if you don't move over, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Then she would come back and tell people, I, bitch, stop trying to get fame on my name. Mm-hmm. You, I mm-hmm. said, you a, you a, you a pug. You fucking with a Rottweiler. You a pug. Whoever heard of a vicious ass pug? You're fucking with a Rottweiler, and I don't bark. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't play well with others. Get back in your little kettle and leave me alone, little girl. You know? <clears throat> and, I mean, for years, she would just, and she did this, and she said that, and she would, uh, 
you still trying to get fame on my name. Please. Please. You're going to hurt yourself. And with Facebook, she keep up with stuff? That's what I'm talking about. It was all all on Facebook. All on Facebook. Mm-mm. All on Facebook. Befriend everybody. Yeah. Just like Roro. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's what I'm saying. I'm surprised I didn't hear about her because they all, both of them always in everybody's business. But at mm-hmm. least Ro was telling everybody business and then telling the truth. This chick is just a liar. Right, right, right. She was a liar. <laughs> I don't know if she still is, like I said, because she don't come around no more. Yeah, but she still got to be. It was in her DNA to do that because she was telling you all drivers I didn't know. And you knew how, how I moved. I would get in the restroom and get out. But because she was helpful that way. Well, after a while, I noticed that, um, no way. That's what it was. I was like, okay, she helped me out. You know, because when you knew, you know, she helped you when you like, okay, thank you. Thank you. Okay. One of the cool drivers. Then you get a little friendly with her because she's helping you out. Then she bring you lunch and then she's selling you your stamps, her stamps and, you know, hey, okay. And then you come to find out this bitch is telling everybody, what? I did what with her? Yeah, I did exactly. what? No, I did no, we cannot. <laughs> bitch, don't get on my bus, not ever again. Bitch, you are waiting for... And know the schedule's better than you. For real. Know, the know your schedule. Be like this. No, you're supposed to be doing this bus right now. You're she late. Knew, she knew the time points. How she know Better than that? you. Better than you. The year I got hired... She got into an accident. That's what one of her little hooks was for other people. They thought she was going to get some money. But the year I got hired, one of the drivers ran into the waste management truck as she was on. It was her and another girl, another white woman. They got hurt real bad. The driver got hurt bad. He got fired because he tried to sue Lynx. So he was in customer service for a while, then he got fired. She got hurt. So, you know what I'm saying? She's telling me the story, blah, blah, blah. And that's how I kind of sort of got cool with her. Right, right. Then I knew about her driving old boy's car, and I knew about her meeting this one and meeting that one and coming to see this one. And All right. And, and he raped me, and I told him, no, bitch, what? And by the fourth driver that raped her, I was like, wait a minute now. <laughs> This story sounds. This story sounds too similar. Whatever. Then after that, after that, I have. I was with a dude, and I broke up with him. Then she ended up with him. Okay, I'm finished with him. Love doing that though. I'm. I'm with her man. No, this wasn't a driver. This was a dude that. Matter of fact, he was. He and he was a passenger. As a matter of fact, but I was with him for a while, and then I'm like, he's a little liar. I can't fuck with him no more. She started messing with him, so now I'm jealous of her because she's with him. Did you not know I left him alone? Him in his life? I don't care about who he messed with after that. Right. But go away from me. And she's, every time you turn around, if somebody was coming, and she she said, you jealous of her. And she, If I wanted him, he would still be giving me his check. Dude used to sign his check over to me without cashing it. What are you talking about? He wouldn't even cash his check. He'd wait till I come home and sign it, and then we go to the bank. What are you talking about? He would still do that. Mm-hmm. He's He's got a man now. <laughs> what are you talking about? 
Wait, wait, say what? Huh? Who got a man? Been with her. I was like, he got a man now. Oh, right, right. <laughs> what you said? He has a man. I'm like, what the hell? No, I was like, him being with her, I was like, he's got a man now. Why do I want him? You know what I'm saying? And she was telling all everybody I was jealous of her. I was like, stop playing. Look at her. <laughs> stop playing. Listen to her. Not even look at her. Listen to her. Listen to the education. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> stop it. Watching the shows with this, uh, different cars parked up and, and trying to mack on me. Yes. Like, what's up? Whose car is that? Well, you know, I got it like that. <laughs> exactly. The drivers. Mm-hmm. Like that, getting the cars of these drivers and driving around all day to show off on other drivers. It didn't bother me none. I'm just like, that's, what that's exactly my point. That's how she was doing me with with him. She's trying to show and tell everybody I'm jealous of her because she got him. Just the same way she do with the other people's car. Yo, look, I'm driving so and so car and the other and oh, oh nah, we ain't doing that. That's just my uncle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everybody was her uncle. That's the thing. <laughs> when she was, when she was ready, she'd get around me sitting, looking all sad. Right. I said, what's, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, I, that's when that's when the rape story would come out. And then she looked down and said, I was raped. That was about the fifth time she, she told me that from different guys. Thank you. That's what I'm talking about. That's when the rape story would come out. So I pulled my phone. I said, you was raped? I said, we need to call the cops now. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 And that's why I started telling dudes, and I used to be like, yo, be careful the company you keep. And I had one of them. He still worked there now, and I love him to death. He's a good guy. But he got mad because me and another driver was was telling him, you know, basically the other driver was confirming what I was saying, and we were both trying to warn him. And I don't, he took it wrong. And he got mad at the other driver, but I was, I'm like, dude, he was just trying to validate what I was saying to you, you know. Yeah, but that's none of his business, and da da da. And I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna get into that either way. You know, we was we were trying to warn you. You take it how you take it, because this chick, I knew she was saying that she was messing with him because one of the passengers was telling me. Well, she was like, no, I'm not riding with her. You know, I'm gonna wait for my man. My man is the next driver, and he, me, and him is doing. You know what I'm saying? She was doing the the regular stories, and the passenger was telling me about it, and my man was him. She ain't said that about me because she and I don't talk. And I'm like, dude, she says that about everybody. I'm just trying to tell you, be careful. And this is what the other driver was trying to tell you because she did it to him. No. We just, uh, uh, I'm done. <laughs> I did my part. <laughs> you know what I mean? And get up in the morning. And that was her goal? Because that's what she did all day until, you know, I drove late. She'd be out there till late. Early from till the late. First, from, the, from the 8 o'clock bus till the bus is shut down at 3 in the morning. <laughs> but I'm happy who she with now because... She don't come down there. At least I don't see her. So I'm hope he keep her happy and they keep it going because she's she's off the buses. 
Wow. I haven't seen her. I haven't heard from her. That's why I'm surprised you talk about she be on your on your thing. But I hope she hear me. I don't care. <laughs> I hope she don't hear. She hear me. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> hey, doing? What, what was her last name? I can't say it. I'm trying. I, e. I can't remember the last initial. I think it's E R. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Badu. Yeah. Uh huh. First name. <laughs> Yeah, that's her first name. <laughs> I try to remember the last one. I think it was ER, though. But no. I didn't. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. I ain't seen the first But all I did was, if I did, all I did was poke her sleeping bed because then here she comes. She's going to start again. But I'm going to tell her, man, uh, sit your girl down again. <laughs> sit your girl down. Because <laughs> what I didn't do was lie. It was a bus driver <laughs> years ago, and he got fired. But he'd been there for a while. I think his name was Steve. He was a tall, tall guy. He was definitely messing with him, like, exclusively. And she was going around saying how, and, and I heard him admit it, like, in the, in the break room. One of the times I was in the break room, I had to check something. And I wanted to get a paddle, a little schedule there, right? So I had to go in there. So he was talking on how she was telling his business, because they were, they were, that's when I first started, they were tight. And she said, well, he don't need to be going around telling everybody I'm bisexual. That's my business. My ear perked up. <laughs> yeah, you know, I like a little bit of everything, you know, so and so. This is a dude that when he left downtown, he went on one bus route through heading to University. I think it was the 21 he was doing. And he realized he left his cell phone in the break. Ah, that wasn't Steve. That wasn't Steve? No, his name wasn't Steve. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I said I messed the name up. Um, and he turned, you know you know about the incident, right? He turned. Yeah, I know about the incident. That's why I know who name it was. Because when you said it was the dude and da, 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 that was another right. one of her things. His, number, his, his initials was WT. Uh, oh, oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> Lawrence. Lawrence, Lawrence. That's not the name now, but you know the football player, Lawrence. Right, 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 right. <laughs> now that I say that name, right, I was doing right. I was coming out of the base. And he left his phone and, and called on radio and took the bus back and went back for the phone anyway. Yeah, with the passengers. They were, hey, where you going? Right. He was nuts that way. No, but speaking mm-hmm. of that name, the football player's name that I said, right. I, was on, I was on the inbound. Um, 25 coming from the base and you know you go up there and you have to turn down um shader road right uh-huh. so i was in the turn lane by shader road and guess who drove past it across with the earring in his ear lawrence taylor because <laughs> you know he's a crackhead i guess right he was looking i didn't know that that's what i heard yeah yeah but he drove wow. right he was in some old beat up car and just looking shy, like a shyster. I'm like, that's what I'm right there. I don't even follow football. Uh huh. Yeah, so little things like that. Crazy. <laughs> Say the road. It's all different now. <laughs> it's you know, all different now. Let me ask you if you know this guy. I did an article and I put this picture in there because people used to tease me about this guy. And this girl took a bunch of pictures of him because this dude used to stalk me. He's a homo and he used to stalk me. And he used to live right on 319. And um, 
He's an older guy. And I used to call him Bozo because he had white hair shooting out the side, but nothing up top. Right? <laughs> and if I shot, let me, let me, I'll shoot you this thing right on, or after the show. Yeah. So a buddy of mine took a picture of him because he, he would always sit behind me on the old buses. Because when I started, there was a lot of the old buses there that we trying to get new buses. But he would sit behind me. And some of the old ladies would sit on the other side across and talk with me. Mm-hmm. And everything. So when I was off, he still rode the bus. And he would tell everybody, yeah, me and Lance going to get married. Me and Lance going to get married and adopt some children. And he gay and he don't know it yet. And I got mad when I heard that. You know what I mean? Oh, nah. So anyway, his story was he went to the service and there was some white dude that he was messing with. But the white dude wasn't in the service. He was messing with him, right? So they had their leave and come back and they had and this is a long time ago. So they were supposed to be hot and heavy as some gay male couple. And so this dude Bozo, he's like, Listen, we gonna we gonna buy a house. I'm I'm going to give you the money. You're going to buy the house, decorate the way you want, do whatever you want. I want you happy. I'm going to buy you this house. That fool went and came with the money somehow, some way, and got this house, right? The guy took the money and didn't get the house. He gave the money for the house, but he didn't get the house where he knew where it was. He spent it somewhere else and got another house. So this guy tracked him down and went to the house, and the dude was like chilling out in the living room with, with another man. Well, this dude worked in the food court over there by um, Colonial in Fashion Square, right? That's Fashion yeah. Square, right? Yeah. He worked in the food court over there, some some fast food joint. And um, this guy, Bozo, was still, you know, caught up in him and would go there in the food court and sit down without eating and just stare at, the, at that particular every day. That's what I heard. Every day he was doing that. Whenever this guy would work, he'd follow him and just go stay like 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 it's bothering him like or something like it's you know I'm staring at you so so the guy was upset like I don't know if this guy is gonna do something but but I was second in line because he would come out of there and want to get on my bus to get home. Well, can you find him again so I could get that money? Remember I showed you a, a house and a car. <laughs> can I get that? I need some money. <laughs> I keep telling you, tell them to leave the money on the staff for the for mortgage. Listen, I'm willing to go through some things, just some things, not much, but I am willing to go through some things. You know what? He wants a he wants a man. <laughs> no, I ain't not understand not much. <laughs> not much. She got one of the long three inch shits or whatever. So <laughs> he's a good. I ain't got the balls. It's just, <laughs> yep. That's yeah, the but they want your time. I'm not, not, okay, I guess I don't have the equipment they need. Tell them I got some, I got some, some straps, you know, whatever. <laughs> we can work it out. <laughs> What's the money for the house? There's a lady I know you know. I don't know if she's still alive. She's older. Um, I know she ain't watching the show. Uh, you, you remember anime? Anime. Anime who? I, I, she was an older black woman. Used to always write the three nineteen. Anime, old woman, and so she knew all the gossip in the neighborhood. She lived next door to this bozo who. No. 
he was old and lived with his mother. His mother was like in her nineties or something, but he was mentally messed up in the head. He was brown skinned, kind of short, had the big, big long shoes, glasses. I know you're talking about. I know you're talking about. I don't see them, but the thing with me is like, like I've recently started going back downtown. I try to get runs where I don't go downtown anymore because I don't want to be messed up with the people downtown. But I just Man. recently started doing downtown again. I'm a matter of fact, I'll be doing downtown at night next bit again. So I might start running into these people again. Oh my goodness. I said, you just brought something back to me. I got to come back downtown and deal with these people at night again. You know, night be a whole different creature. You be like, what a minute? I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Because <laughs> I done found the article and I done found you. I'm going to show you the picture. Wait, wait, I'm going to show you the picture. Give me a second. I'm going to show you the picture right now. I'm going to show everybody the picture right now. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> They say when you scared, say you scared. I'm scared now, but yeah, I'm like, I'm like gonna start running into these people because I've been doing mornings for the uh-huh. last few years, few years. Here we go. But, Here, um, we go. Here we go. Look there. Look there. Yes, I said that. I knew that's what you were talking about. I knew that's what you were talking about. <laughs> Let me tell you. He was sit. He was sit in eye contact with yep. his legs spread, just like they are now, just so you could see the big, the, the size. And I was like, "That's what he would do." That him? Okay, let me. Um, I'm gonna drop the link in the in, in the chat so we hope folks can read it. Because I used to have this series I write, a typical night in my bus, bowls of the creepy black exploitation stalker. Yes. Because he would sit there, and I used to be like, you know, my side eye, and I'm like, dude. <laughs> but them was all nuts. Them wasn't him. Them was all that. He got his hands covered it now. He was yes, old. but you're right. On that picture, he got it covered, but that's how he sat, just so you could see it. He was Just so you could see it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He stared at me. Mm-hmm. It was crazy, and he had. That's why I said the short one with the. I thought about it. I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, that's him. <laughs> that's he him. He never gonna stop being a homo. That guy was so saturated with homoism. I'm telling you, he was gone. Yeah, you could tell he was gay. Definitely, you could definitely yeah. tell him he was. He was there. That was his preference. But I, haven't, I haven't seen. I have not seen him in forever. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him forever, so he might have passed by now, too. Yeah, yeah. I'll find out. I'm in Africa, but I still got some information now. out there. <laughs> oh, Miss. Okay, you still here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm still here. Just heard some go boing, like you came out and came back in. But yeah, y'all, they go to the article right there. You can click on that in the chat room. I don't know what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Home and write long articles. So, why you like, could do all of this and you can't do to let me see the chat so I can answer people when they say stuff? I don't know and I can you go, you're supposed to be able to see them, though. I can't see the chat at all. Well, the chat didn't slow down. Okay. It, it slowed down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you see this guy, if you go on the actual site and hit the site, you can see it closer. And he would stare. And then what he would do at Washington Shores? If I was on a layover 
or get ready to come in. He might be going the other way. He 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 miss his bus and go behind the poles and just stare and poke. I, and I don't I don't need to see the guy. Stare. I saw him. Remember, I was there before you. I know who he is. I don't need to see this guy. And don't bring him up and speak him up into my existence because, like I just told you, next month I'm gonna be going nights. I don't need to see him again. <laughs> You're right. He was there and scared the hell out of me. And I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? I would, I would already have in my mindset my defense mechanism against this guy if he acted up. <laughs> I was going to hurt his body in so many different ways before the police came. Uh-huh. That, you know what I mean? Because he would have me in that mindset. Like I said, he would have me in the... Okay, defense mode. If you walk three steps towards me, your body is going to be hurt in just many different directions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, that guy, yeah, you don't, I know who he is very well. Like I said, I haven't mm-hmm. seen him in a long time, so he may have passed by now, too. He ain't like he was a young That's spring it. chicken there, you know. Because he had. We had a lot of them. Yeah, prostate cancer, they, they said. That's what I'm saying, able. yeah. That's what I said. I used to, my side eye used to look, and I'd be like, oh, those are just balls. That man take them as balls. <laughs> yeah, you brought it up. You brought up the prostate cancer. Dude, dude that swole out, and he would, yeah, that's why his hand is covering it now. But when you're driving, mm-hmm. he would spread his legs so you could look at him and see. Just mm-hmm. like I had this little Spanish man he used to wear the loose, loose gym shorts with no underwear underneath him, so he would spew out. And one day, I just was like, if you don't move your ass. I know. They'll annoy you with the little games, and they do this every day. Yes. No? And I just got upset, and I move your ass to the back of the bus. You trying to show me shit? Don't nobody want them old-ass nuts? Oh, man. Yes, I did say that on the bus out loud. Because <laughs> he kept, I mean, he kept swinging his leg. And he would, listen, I just lost it one day. I lost it one day. You don't move your ass to the fucking back. <laughs> Woo, baby, I laugh at myself at a lot of stuff I did on them buses and still maintain my job. They ain't going to get you. It's gonna be because. How can you get me when I'm making reports and telling you these people are, are flashing me or being inappropriate with me and you're trying to make it me? Right. Just ignore them. No, it's not just ignore them. I don't appreciate being flashed. I don't appreciate being approached. I don't appreciate being talked to that manner. And now you're mad because I defended me? The fuck out of here. Get these people away from me. I'm not here for that. They don't want to be bothered with it. They, they, just, they just want you to just keep dealing with it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just ignore them. How long? Ignore them how long? You mm-hmm. can't even ignore me, and I'm sitting up in the room just talking to you about it. Wow. So imagine what I'm going through for week after week and month after month with these same people. No. Uh, no. And like you said, they would let the bus go in front of them. They'd be there when the bus come. I pull in and the bus, my leader just left and you let that bus go just so you could ride with me. The fuck out of here. <laughs> the fuck out of here. You go, you going to find another way today, baby. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, peace and love. Bring it back. <laughs> 
Ooh, get up out of that world. Anyway, so what else are we discovering? We disco- where is my husband? <laughs> oh, he's <laughs> on this live for four hours and almost nine minutes, and my husband ain't said hi to me yet. I told y'all my husband got hit by a bus already. That motherfucker was in the ICU, and they done pulled the plug. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> But anyway, sir, Lance. Yes. You know, I'm having to call this one because I got to do something to this head. I know. You I got to get, get some papers for the insurance people tomorrow, and I got to get my, uh, it's tomorrow's, oh, no, tomorrow's my acupuncture day, acupuncture okay. and, and, and massage therapy. So mm-hmm. I'm going to have to get myself ready. Right. And I know late. it's late then. You said you were like five hours ahead of me now, right? Yes, it's uh, 324. Oh, sir. Oh, sir. You used to that. I used to ask you all the time, when do you sleep? (laughs) It's even worse now because I believe you. (laughs) I believe you. I believe you. But when I go out there, I don't want to be in the country. I want to go to the city. I want to see the city. I want to be see stuff because I'm scared of the stuff you experience. They do it more so in, in secluded areas. Yeah, yeah, but like, like them, them spirits got to know. You come at me, then you got to deal with my spirit. I just happen to have it in the body. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Now that I know the deal, come on with it. Oh no, I'm not gonna say that. I don't want to be bothered with them. No. Just saying. Just, yeah, don't say that. Don't say that because they think you're ready. When you say come on with it, you invited them. So don't say that. And if you do that, make sure you put you some salt around you. No, not around you. <laughs> Some cinnamon and sugar around you. That's right. That's right. Cinnamon and sugar around you. You get the good spirits. That's true. I don't want to see no spirits. Yeah, blow the, blow the sea salt for the bad ones. That's why I said that's that gut punch right there. They were like, oh, like this. Yeah, motherfucker. Hit you again. <laughs> so if my husband was on here tonight and you heard me, this baby powder is today. Baby powder. Baby powder. Because I make it t- taste so sweet. Anyway, something is really wrong with me, but y'all already know that because Lance adopted me as family, so y'all should already know something is wrong. <laughs> I'm here now. I'm the, I'm the spirit that he's like this. Come on with it. I'm like, I'm right here. <laughs> I'm right here, and I ain't scared of you, so. The difference is you in the city, I'm way up in the mountains. Okay, I ain't climbing the mountains, baby. I'm still a city girl. That's what I tell them now. They talk about plant your garden. What? <laughs> we going to the store. I'm going to show you some spots. You'll love it. You're like, oh, I, I know it's like this. Mm-hmm. There's pros and cons now. There's a lot of I know. cons. I know. It's been That's lot. Yes. I, well, I'm not climbing no mountains <laughs> unless it's a man. Six feet plus. <laughs> Dog chocolate. <laughs> I'm climbing them. I just imagine. That's me imagining climbing the mountain like this. <laughs> Come here, baby. Swing. <laughs> let me, let me swing. Let me swing from your mountain thing. <laughs> anyway, peace and love. I love you. We're going to end this one. Yes, yes. Everybody. All right. This, for the future viewing. Exactly. There's going to be a lot of that. I'm going to get 
I'm gonna get 25 phone numbers that's gonna have to be forwarded to you tomorrow. Forward it, forward yep. them. Mm-hmm. But but for those that that forward it, the faster you get me there, the faster we get to interact. Because <laughs> I don't do long distance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sweetheart. All right, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, everybody, for coming on. And um, how do we sign off on these things? Peace and love throughout the land. There you go. Just hit that button, and you'll be where you got to be. Okay. All right. No, I want to hear you shut it down. How you shut it down? Let me hear your, 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 how you say goodnight to everyone. Well, I don't even know what I was going to say. I was just going to say, well, thank you, everybody, for coming on in. We enjoyed Miss Baby Powder to the utmost. It was informative. It was passionate. It was comedy. And um, all these dudes out here who say they can't find a good woman, and she, she's right here. Hey, you have all my contact information down at the bottom. Hit me up, and I will board the numbers. Let's see what goes on. You can't be no weird dude. You can't be no whether you broke. You got to be on point because I ain't going to let you come near my sister here unless you got it right. That ain't going right. She got it together. <laughs> So, yeah, that's right. We ain't going to play no games with her. At all. That's right. That's my DNA right there. Yes. (laughs) That's right. That's right. So I'm going to put the banner up, pull music, and and we'll be out. So, yeah. All right. Peace and love. Yeah, let me know when you're going to come back, though. I'm going to hit you up. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Much love. Okay, let's get a little music going on here. Where is it at? Okay, there we go.